everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Two in One podcast. We have a guest with us this week, Jade. Hello. Welcome to the podcast, Jade. Thank you for having me. Happy to have you on. Um, yeah, so Jade is uh, Victor's old co-worker. You guys like well, don't... Still co-workers, but like still co-workers. different departments and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we've, we've known each other a little bit. This is actually like the first time that we've had anyone on the podcast that we just don't really know at all. Mm-hmm. So going in blind. Going yeah. in blind. So it's one of those things. But um, yeah, so recently you were telling me about your job, uh, your second job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I'm sorry, what is, what is it called again? Well, I, I call it ABA. ABA. Yeah, and I, I forgot the abbreviation, mm. but I know it's dealing with, because um, I'm a behavioral therapist, Oh, and I'm trying to get registered now, but I took a break from the course that I was taking, but yeah. So. What do you do? So I just help children, Um, usually they would be autistic now, but now they're doing, or just kids who are just have any behavioral issues, Yeah, like they have trouble in school, or they're paying attention, or their chores and everything, so then I'll come in and help them. And oh, try to um, sure. help them express their feelings. Because mm. some of them might also have this, like, they throw temper tantrums. Yeah. And their parents don't really know how to deal with it. So that's where you come in. Yeah. So it's not everybody is, like, are, is open to accept their help. Because usually they didn't want to want the help. And they'll think, um, they would get offended, maybe. Like, oh, no, my child's not like that. They're not mm. stupid or not bad or things. It's like, no, that's not. It's not what mm. it's about. Yeah, it's not what, yeah. what it's about. It's just helping them cope and mm. express themselves. How did you get into that job? Did you, like, study for that? No. It was just... I just applied. Because mm, okay, I like cool. working with kids. And I love for children. Sure. So for sure. I just applied. Man. that It takes a lot of patience, huh? Yeah. It takes a lot of patience. Yeah. I think I have more patience with um little children. So I prefer to work with little children. But I do like bigger kids, too. And um, but I, I don't know. I think when it's they're bigger, they already form that habit. Yeah, and it's kind of hard. Like it's even more hard for me to help to, them. Yeah, to accept their help. Cause, <laughs> and then I try to let them know, like I'm here to help you. I'm not trying to correct you, like mm. make you feel bad. Cause I do see myself in them mm. and the struggles that they had. Cause I think I grew up with the same troubles. I don't know if I'm ADHD or anything or autistic or anything. Mm-hmm. But I know that I had trouble focusing. I had trouble just with my insecurities and myself and expressing myself. Because mm-hmm. often I used to get in trouble for crying. Mm. So now it's kind of hard for me Damn. to express anything. Mm. I mean, that's tight, though, that, like, you can see it in that light of, oh, I see, like, I see some of me in these kids. And because I think it's hard, like, it's so hard for me to to have patience with kids Mm -hmm. but you're right when you put it that way it's like well you were once that kid right Mm -hmm. like you were once like not paying attention in school or getting bad grades or you can't focus or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah but I think it takes I don't know I've just I've never been like patient like that and I I think that's like cool to have that bandwidth Mm -hmm. to be able to do something like that you know yeah and it's I think it's honestly it just don't we think is a bad thing if you don't have patience it's just different personality yeah it's just types. different person mm-hmm. personality and it's like it's better that you know that and <laughs> you don't do it yeah versus, not going to teach you. Going to yeah teach. versus oh, going and doing it because i feel like that's what traumatized kids more mm-hmm. and they're scared to get that help 
or being like, taught by like people who shouldn't be teachers mm-hmm. honestly yeah. it's like people who become nurses without the intention of like taking care of people yeah, yeah. you know or work for like elderly and like it's the same same vein where it's like you they just do it for the money mm-hmm. and not so much for the cause mm-hmm. or like the real big picture stuff you know it's yeah. just uh, like do you, and, do you see people like that in your profession that like you're like oh you shouldn't you should not be working here no uh i've seen in other professionals in professions but me i kind of work on my own and mm. only cool. once i had a co-worker come into the same house as me because i go to their house and help mm. but they all seem pretty cool they all seem like they enjoy what they do so i'm i'm pretty happy That's about good. that but when i went to like like nurses <laughs> or stuff like like the doctor's office and stuff i hated it and they made my experience for worse and i mm. thought well let me go into the healthcare and help people. yeah but I realized I don't want to do that. <laughs> I realized I'm not, because one of my, my neighbors, she's in like a nursing program, and one of her um clinicals is help, like doing caregiving. Mm. And I realized, I know I don't want to do that. Like, I don't yeah. want to wipe people booties. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I actually like, I, I don't mind it when it's kids. Like, I don't mind if it's mm. infants yeah. and toddlers. But when they're adults, that's when I do mine. It's like like a real actual shit. Yeah, yeah. It's a real yeah. person. Yeah, and it's, it's gonna be bigger than a baby. Yeah, it yeah, might, yeah, yeah. So like, might smear more too. Yeah, all that jazz. <laughs> so I realized that I don't, I wouldn't do that. Like, and also I know sometimes I can't hold my facial expressions mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. like, like trying to like wait, hold on. So I don't, I wouldn't want to do that, and it makes them feel bad. Like, dang, like yeah, I don't yeah. like her because she be every time. Like I know I poop on myself. Like if you're so grossed out, they, it's gonna show. Yeah, so I don't want them to like say that i'm making them feel bad yeah because mm. oh because that's like that's just my job so if i was going to do it do it i wouldn't want them to know how i mm. truly feel yeah right even though Makes sense. yeah so this i, I prefer working with children because I, I have more patience with them and i do enjoy working with them but yeah well it's like they're malleable too it's like you can help really shape a human a human being into mm-hmm. something right if you put a really good impact on a kid uh, they can come. They can take that home, and just like it could be a strong enough memory that they'll just take it until they die. You know, because mm-hmm. it, it it's really you have the potential to really shape someone, and that's cool. It's really noble noble thing to do, man. I, I really I really dig that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Do you like have um younger siblings by any chance? Yeah. Do you think like that helped with like oh I have more tolerance and more bandwidth and patience. To deal um, with a child actually no no like okay so mm, i lived with my mom and i had an older brother it was just me and him okay and then all my younger siblings <laughs> was on my dad's side but we all like we never really oh. lived with each other and then when we did like used to stay i was the responsible one but i didn't want to be yeah because yeah. me and my sister were like neck to ne- neck to neck i was born mm. in january of 98 and then she was born in may of 98 Oh, okay. But I was still looked at as the oldest. And I'm like, she she's the same age as me. Why is it all being put on me to take care of oh. my little brother? And he's he was old enough to know not to do certain things. Yeah. But I was still looked at. I had to do it. Yeah. So, but then when my brother moved out, he ended up having a child. And she had to come stay with me and my mom. Mm. That's when I was okay with helping little out. kids yeah okay. little kids that's when it's like i was basically like her mom too because like even though i was helping my mom out she had to work most of the time 
and she would be tired, so then I would just pick up the slack. It fell on you. Yeah, okay. so yeah, I would yeah. bathe her, feed her, get her ready for bed. And then when I started driving, I had to take her to daycare and pick her up from daycare mm-hmm. and everything. And sometimes I would make sure she, I would just go and make sure she ate and stuff. And then when my brother had kept having more children, mm-hmm. I was helping out with them mm-hmm. and watching them. And that's when I realized I like working with kids. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really like decide to go into that profession or the career for it until now. Because I didn't think it was it was good enough. I'm not even gonna lie. So I well, I wanted to, if someone asks, well, what did you do? I won't be like, oh, I want to say, I'm some sort of nurse or some sort of doctor, and just feel oh, like okay. I, I'm accomplished. But then I realized that working with kids is an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of I think I messed up by not fulfilling or going through with the children or like the childcare because now I realize I want to open up my own mm. childcare center. Nice. That'd be awesome. Okay. I had a, my grandma had this uh, this neighbor that was across the street from her. She had a childcare center. Mm-hmm. And like for years, she was just like running that stuff. And she was just known as this like really sweet lady and just, you know, help like watch kids. And just, she was like, I mean, it was in Victorville, California. So um, a lot of people knew her, mm-hmm. you know, knew her family because like it's like a town that's like less than 200,000 people, I believe. And um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's cool to, like have those kind of people just like be down to help out community yeah. children, you know. So you felt like kind of a conflict of this is what this is what I like to do, like intuitively, mm-hmm. but also wanting like that, like that title, that status of like, oh, I could be saying that I'm X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. But this is what fulfills me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, I sure. just think that. Because obviously, maybe social media had have a big influence where you feel like you have to accomplish yeah. more. Yeah. Well, because everyone posts their accomplishments on mm-hmm. that. You know, it's like their their good times, their their new possessions, mm-hmm. <clears throat> their whatever. You know, their houses and everything like that. They're, it's almost like you do things just to like just show brag about people it. that you mm-hmm. like are doing good things or that good mm-hmm. things are happening to you. Yeah. And I I got that, and I realized something. Like, you know, it hurt, like it's not a race, it's not a competition, mm-hmm. and so what? Yeah, do do what you want, and people are gonna talk regardless. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So it's like, and I realized I want to do more, more business wise, so I can start with my um, or not can just start with the childcare, mm-hmm. and then see what life brings me. I think that's honestly like a good like plan mm-hmm. that's tight though that like you are you're getting your foot in the door you yeah know? you're getting your foot in the door somehow do you know how many like um how many uh permits of some sort that you have to get for that kind of stuff or like, no well, i do realize that you, i do know you have to take some course uh-huh. about just to even get so i know i had to do a business license and get uh-huh. a business license and of course for um just child care uh-huh. and then i think i might do like foster care Mm, and go into for that sure. for courses and stuff just because i know when my niece her daycare lady or whoever she goes to for daycare yeah yeah she, <laughs> i remember um one time she had two i, I believe it was such two children it might have been one it's been, it's been so long it's been a couple of years but their parent dropped them off and never came back to pick them up. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Like so never? she had to foster. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure she got them back. Uh-huh. But 
she didn't come back that day. Like what? she, so uh. she had to take them in and foster them. And I think she had to take some course for that too, what? in order to keep fostering them. And oh my god! I do believe she, the parent, probably eventually came back. But like I said, it's been so long that oh. I just literally forgot what happened. Oh my like, god! After the fact, but I think she did come back to get her kids. How long was that period though of where like she left the kids? Maybe I'm maybe I'm just say no more than a month. Wow! I mean that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a lot, right? She might have had them longer, but I stopped asking. Damn. After a while, but just unexpected. Like you take your kids to daycare one day, and then you just don't yeah. pick them up. And then you come back a month later. I'm like, oh yeah, never mind. And it, I, wow. I don't like honestly. I don't know what she was going through. Why she yeah. felt like she um, didn't have to come back yeah. and get her kids. So I'm not gonna say too much because I do realize that women do go through a lot of mm-hmm. children. Yeah, especially you, with postpartum depression and mm. maybe or just depression in general or can, can, whatever. Can you guys explain postpartum depression for me? Like exactly like what it is or like, like what happens right there like after. I'm honestly not too well versed on it. I don't know if it's like um a hormonal thing. I think so. Right? Or I think like the chemicals of your hormones is like is mm. it also, makes also, you go through it. I I don't know in, in like <clears throat> exactly what's going on, but yeah. I know that women and men they go through it too. Mm-hmm. They um after the child is born, mm. they just go through something like, like an emotional mm, wave, like yeah. roller coaster. <clears throat> Do you think it's just like this like like an emotional like come down of oh my god we just had we went through this whole experience it's kind of like like the day after like the party or something Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Like a hangover the hangover (laughs) exactly exactly it's like a version of that that's what i think because yeah Yeah. guys get it too yeah and i remember like watching i didn't even think about it like that but i watched a show called desperate housewives Desperate Yeah, and one of my favorite characters, I forgot her name, but she was the blonde one, and she had twins. Oh, bad. I don't know. I don't... And Yeah, so her <laughs> husband had it, because he was going through it, and she didn't know what was going on with him, mm-hmm. but then he went to go see a therapist, and then he um he told her about it. Mm-hmm. And she laughed at him. <laughs> she laughed. She laughed, <laughs> okay, you're going through okay, but then but she realized... Know. Okay, maybe maybe but, it is true that men can go through it too. Because there's I mean, something to it. Yeah, but it's just not as common, so that's mm-hmm. why I don't think that it's being it's been talked about, brought up. But mm-hmm. yeah. I think it depends, like, on the emotional involvement mm-hmm. of the dad. Like, because I mean, like, if you're a husband, right, and your wife is is pregnant, and you you see you sit through all of it, like you mm-hmm. see all of it, it's like, well, once it's all over. It's like you're it's you're happy, right? You just had a baby, but there's got to be some kind of like like crash from mm-hmm. like, oh my god, all this emotional and physical work put in to yeah. like make sure this pregnancy goes well. Mm-hmm. And then one day it's just over. Yeah. Like that's got to have a toll. Right? It does. I've, and I also realized that the most thing I'm used to hearing is that the father or the husband that you should get upset mm-hmm. at the mom or his wife because she's paying more attention to the child than him. Um, yeah, so that's the one thing I'm common of hearing like it's common for me to hear mm, about. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, some teachers when I was in high school, they used to tell their business. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what they would tell me. And I felt so bad. I was like, Damn, like that's kind of fucked yeah. up though. And and I remember reading a couple of books, like somebody's biography and that's how they felt like 
mm-hmm. oh they, you're giving that child that baby more attention mm-hmm. than not than you're giving me like i deserve attention too mm-hmm. it's like well the baby need more attention like i mean it's a baby <laughs> yeah, yeah so but it's weird i think that uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe they're mama's boys. I don't know. Maybe they're used yeah. to the attention. They're used to the attention. Yeah. That, yeah. So now it's hard to have to somebody else get that attention, and I used to be neglect, neglected, neglected, neglected. Yeah. 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 I but I, that's totally like a thing um, for kids, right? Yeah. Like because like siblings. I remember when my sister was born. I was like six years old, mm-hmm. and I did like. I mean, I don't like super remember because I was six, but like my parents would tell me that like I did like fall into like a little kid depression because I wasn't getting enough attention. Like Mm -hmm. now my sister's in the picture, Mm -hmm. and like my parents aren't paying that much attention to me. So there probably is a connection to like being a mama's boy or something, right? That like you're getting all this attention from your wife, and then and then you're not. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. like they. I ain't trying to be saying it's mean or it's a bad thing that. To be a mama's boy, but it's boundaries. I'll say it. To the point where it will go to the point, like, as far as, oh, I'm not getting that attention from my wife. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's the thing, too. Because it's, it's like, a baby. It's a baby. It's your baby at the top your, of that. It's your you baby. And, I mean, I guess you can probably make a case for, like, some dude who's coming in as a stepdad, you know. But even then, it's just, like, you got to understand, that's, a, that's their baby, you know. Mm-hmm. That's still either, like, your, your wife's or your, your girl's baby or some sort or your baby mom's baby, you know? And mm-hmm. that's interesting to me that guys can be like, oh, no, this kid, fuck this kid. It's <laughs> taking away my time. You but know? you also realize yeah. that how involved they are, too. Mm. If they feel that way, like, are you even an involved parent? Or, mm. or right. how yeah. involved are you? Because, you know, some, some cultures and everywhere, even in the black community, the mom takes care of the kid and the dad is a provider mm-hmm. and he goes to work and everything yeah. and her job is to you know take, care, take of that care of the home yeah yeah well like too yeah. like it was like nowadays it's like i feel like that role is still kind of is aligned mm-hmm. with families but now mom mom works too like my mom had three jobs at one point and was still a full-time mom you know yeah like yeah. it's still it's a thing it's just yeah you know, for some reason like those um those titles of like family caretaker and yeah like the sole provider provider still and like homemaker are like i think even if you wanted to make it work these days it's just hard to it's mm-hmm. just hard to yeah it's, it's almost know? it's almost impossible to actually so get I mean, that to live off of one income one income yeah. yeah i mean yeah so back then probably a little bit easier mm-hmm. yeah it's cheaper back then but now it's getting more expensive mm-hmm. but it also depends what type of job that person has mm-hmm. and it could be living off of one mm-hmm. income but i know me and when i get if i ever get married i know that i would want to work i wouldn't want to be like yeah, yeah. only a homemaker yeah because yeah. that's not me and i realize that's not me yeah and i realize that i'm like i don't mind cooking cleaning and, and doing all that stuff but I if that was your life yeah but i don't think that's what i'm supposed to do that's not my purpose purpose in mm-hmm. life and I feel like okay, we could split that. Mm-hmm. Like you want, you should be able to clean too. You should be able to cook too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get down that. Yeah. Also, I mean, like from like the flip side of it, right? Like I think it's like just as much as like women had to like like bear that burden, I guess you could call it, of being like the homemaker and like mm-hmm. this is my responsibility. I think men also had to bear like the burden of like, oh, I have to. Figure it out somehow. I have yeah, to provide. I have to winner. bring bring in money. Like, and mm-hmm. 
I mean, it does make more sense, right? Like splitting things up just, if anything, for like emotional bandwidth. Imagine mm-hmm. working all of your life or being a homemaker all of your life. Well, just yeah. imagine how much easier it is to do it together if you actually took the time to find a partner that could actually understand your vision, mm-hmm. you know, understand what you want and like the goals you want in life. And then you can just do it together. It's mm-hmm. less time, yeah. you know, it's less energy of one person grinding. Mm-hmm. And it's just two heads are better than one. Yeah, and then I'm also gonna say this. I realize that some people, like I feel like to them, um, maybe being the wife and being the homemaker is their part, mm-hmm. and then the husband doing being a breadwinner is his part. And they feel like, okay, that's us being a team. Mm-hmm. I do this and you do that. Yeah, but to me, that's not my definition yeah. of a team. I feel you. It depends. So, yeah. yeah, but like y'all can do what y'all want. If that makes you happy, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I realize that some people like doing that, like um women. Mm-hmm. And I know my mom, if she was married and had a husband and like went through, like I guess did it the American way, I guess you could say, I feel like she would have been that type of wife because mm-hmm. she'd done it before with my stepdad. Being the and, homemaker. Yeah, but she still was working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But part-time. Still, I mean, working and, and like, doing housework and no <laughs> joke mm-hmm. and then having kids on top of it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Just having a job and, like, taking care of your own life. You know? Yeah. Like, this is a pain in the ass. Yeah, like, I was tired coming home from work. Yeah, dude. I feel you. I said, imagine that coming with home some with kids. kids. With some kids. You got to make yeah. dinner. Especially oh, if you're a single parent. Oh, oh my god, man. yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know how my mom did it because at one point she was working three jobs and she would go from one job to another. Like, she'll come home, cook, yeah, yeah, hurry up and shower, and, and then, then be out. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah no, like, um, same with my mom. Like, she would like, she would work one job in the morning and then she'd come home, probably work at like a, a quick little part timer, and then go from that part time to the other part time. I remember one day she was like, I was so tired that like, I just I woke up, I put underwear on, I didn't realize until my second job that I was I had it on like inside out and backwards. You know, it's just like just, it's just you just yeah. don't know how tired you are. And I've worked two jobs before and I can mm-hmm. like I can say that that's exhausting. Three jobs. I, and, mm-hmm. and then kids. And then kids. And then kids, yeah. yeah, then yeah. You gotta yeah. Still and help and a husband too that you gotta like just and bills and just stressful mm-hmm. stress of that. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it makes me think of when I have kids or if I ever have kids and if I ever get married or who I will be with. So now I'm very cautious, but not saying yeah. it, it won't prevent me from going through that because anything can happen. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just kind of like, I have to think like when I have kids and if I ever get married. Mm-hmm. Is that like a, like, how do you see having kids as, is it like a thing that you think like, I for sure at some point in my life want to have kids or is it just kind of like if it happens, if it's right, then mm-hmm. I will. And if not, then it's okay. Yeah. If So basically if it happens, then it happens. If it don't, it don't. Like I don't, right now I'm not adamant about it. Because mm-hmm. I know that there are people who are like, oh, I want kids. I want a husband. Mm-hmm. I want kids. There are people who just know. Like, yeah. This is what I want to do. Me, now that I help my, my mom with my nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and now I'm going to go into child care, I think I can I can hold off on having kids mm. because it's like well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be working with kids, so I think I'll be okay <laughs> with that. But then, I'll, but I'll figure it out once I get to that point because yeah. it might not be enough. Yeah, yeah. like taking care of or helping somebody else with their child versus having my own. Like at some point, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I think like that's something I think people start thinking more seriously about it the older they get like okay mm. I feel like when like our parents and our grandparents like it was normal to just like have a kid at like mm -hmm. 17 right mm -hmm. like have a kid early because it's just what's expected like you know that eventually that's where your life is headed and then you know our generation gets like some more time to think about mm -hmm. it to decide what we want to do but i think like at some point we're gonna reach an age where like especially for women because you are gonna reach an age like we're gonna reach an age where like we're the clock is ticking mm -hmm. right the biological clock is ticking well even with men not so not not as quick but still like old sperm is still a thing oh, yeah. yeah old sperm yeah. can really oh, like yeah, yeah. it can really fuck someone up mm -hmm. like if they're I mean, the kid up, you know, they could have birth defects and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I think I definitely agree with that, where it's like our generation is probably waiting and the clock sticking at one point. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. But also, our generation is the one that's dealt with like the less money being received. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no property being like bought from us. There's, there's just like not enough money to like raise a child as, yeah. as easily, right? Like, because mm -hmm. it used to be like if you got pregnant at 17, like, you know like the dollar was different it the guy probably could go to work and that be enough you know to maintain like a three person household mm -hmm. and now it's like it's just getting harder and harder yeah it is crazy i don't know man and i think I, and there's also this discussion on tiktok that i saw how some people feel like if you're living in poverty then um you'll be selfish to to bring a child in this world knowing mm -hmm. that you can't for even care. provide for yourself mm -hmm. the let alone a baby and how do you feel about that like that whole that because i've heard that before mm -hmm. too like you know um it makes sense it makes sense yeah like even though i love my mom and everything we struggle and even though we're not she's not struggling now i'm not struggling now we're in a good place but it was times i often wished that she was more involved and mm -hmm. she didn't have to work all the time because mm -hmm. now at some point i was raising myself yeah and then at one point it was my brother i guess he was the quote unquote the man at the house but he wasn't acting like it so like he would like he would um we're good <laughs> like you good yeah, yeah we're good. Good. okay so like he would sometimes he would help me but i don't think he was really there to protect me mm. so yeah, it just and it, I felt neglected at one point. I felt like, cause cause she was stressed out. Sometimes she would take it out on me mm, and my yeah. brother, cause she was stressed and oh, how's she gonna pay this? How's she gonna pay that? And then sometimes I felt like she was with certain men for the wrong reasons. Like she wanted them to take care of her. She wanted them to take care of the household. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, so she would bring them a little bit earlier than my liking. And should have happened, yeah. Yeah, so so she felt like okay, something's finally going right. Like okay, I'm I have a man in the house, and mm -hmm. I have he's gonna help me pay these bills, and I won't have to work as much. So I don't know. I felt like so. If I felt like if she would have had me, yeah, a lot older, like if the infrastructure, younger, yeah, the proper infrastructure to have a kid would yeah. have been there, like and, yeah, yeah, and I get like. With with my stepdad, he was that person. He was a provider. She didn't really have to work, but when he left, he left, and it was just me, her, and my brother. Mm -hmm. And then that's when she had to get multiple jobs, and we or we had to live with other people. And then we finally did get our own apartment or whatever. I still had to share my brother at one point. 
And okay, now we moved to my, and now I have my own room. But she's still working two, two, three jobs and she's mm-hmm. barely home. Mm-hmm. And then she's snappy. She's mm-hmm. more snappy than usual. And oh, we, we're eating spaghetti again. I don't want a spaghetti, but yeah. we're eating spaghetti. I feel that. And pork yeah. chops. And, you know, so I just felt like, you know, I'm very appreciative and I'm happy that she's in her position that she's in and she can provide now. But like you see what it does. Mm-hmm. There are like ripple effects to like. To, yeah, part of like. Having children when you shouldn't. When you're not prepared, right? Yeah, and yeah. then also, like, I get that things happen. Like, okay, you can be good, and then something happened, now you're bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but so I understand that, but I also realize, like, if you know your living situation isn't good, maybe mm-hmm. yeah. not have kids. But like I said, I still understand, like, whatever your decision. Like, some people don't, they feel like terminating pregnancy isn't possible like isn't yeah a way. Like we're pregnant yeah we especially it. if you're pregnant uh-huh. and i get that contraception fail like birth control mm-hmm. and condoms and everything so i get that it fails and if and you choose like, i'm gonna i'm gonna keep this baby and i'm gonna work harder mm-hmm. i understand that and i'm not putting you down for that mm-hmm. but i just do but i don't think that they should be mad that we feel like yeah if i mean you, if we can't take care of a kid don't have them because I do feel like there are really people who are so irresponsible. Yeah, and these are the ones I'm talking about. You're really irresponsible that you continuously have kids. You're not using Even though, protection. Yeah. You're not thinking about like what are you doing? Because what kind of life are you giving those yeah. kids? I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Well, like, humans can't even like plan big picture stuff. Like they're like mm-hmm. planning things six in advance, six months in advance. You know. And like imagine having a kid and planning things six mm-hmm. months in advance, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, well, you that's can't... why that's why birth control is so important, honestly. Though, like easier access to birth control because yeah. it's easy and better conversations with like safe sex and everything like that. Better conversations because yeah, like I mean, yeah, there are people like our parents, like our grandparents, right? They mm-hmm. got pregnant and they were like, "Well, I guess we're, we're having a kid," mm-hmm. but like I don't know if they had the options. To, like, well, it's crazy now because, like, you can, like, some people have the option of co parenting, or it's just like, you know, you're pregnant, you're keeping it, like, uh, the woman keeping it, and the guy's like, nah, but I'll still be the parent, like, still be like mm-hmm. a co parent. Mm-hmm. We won't live each other, but yeah, even like the social, like, stigma of mm-hmm. like, because back in the day, right, it was like, if you're having a kid, you're getting married, you're getting married, yeah, yeah. you're being a family before now. you can probably show that you're being pregnant, you'll probably get married. Mm-hmm. And I think that's some that's some of the mistakes. Like, I watched, I remember oh, watching 16 sure. Pregnant, yeah, and or Team Mom. Yeah, and most all the cast members try to make that relationship work with mm. their significant other, their baby daddy, because well, yeah. they, they want that really family. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they probably really want that family. They want yeah. someone who can be there, a good strong father father figure if they have it, mm. you know, and, and that potential mate. And you know what? Now that I'm like, as we're talking about it, I'm thinking that like maybe that's another reason too of like why it is better to hold off having kids until you're older too, because when you're young you romanticize a lot of things mm-hmm. right so imagine getting pregnant like 16 17 18 and you're like feeling optimistic you're like about oh yeah life. this is gonna work like okay. yeah. you're gonna make it work yeah because when you're young you're super optimistic about life mm-hmm. you're you don't life has not like mm-hmm. like politics and like and everyday things have not beaten you down to a pulp so you're super optimistic and then when you get older it's just naturally you get more conservative on things as well mm-hmm. so you'll probably be like no yeah, if like you hold off my your kids. views change the way yeah. that the and like a kid is something that like i mean i guess you can give your kid away but it's just it's it's a kid it's just so much harder it's not like it's not like i 
I'm gonna return this shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's what I mean. What people don't understand, like you, sometimes you do really get you develop mm-hmm. like that feeling with that child. Exactly. Y'all like you know y'all's close. That's your baby. Like you, that baby grew inside of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I realized that also like, of course, when I was young, I didn't want to be wrong. So I feel like maybe that's another reason kids, like young parents, don't want to be wrong. They want to tease people mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. So they keep putting, they'll put themselves in that awkward position. And keep trying, so mm-hmm. they will feel like they came out on top. But it's like, no, you're 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 prolonging the process. Yeah. By doing that, so like, listen to your parents. Some who are actually who are actually trying to help you mm-hmm. and not be mean to you and just bring you down. But listen mm-hmm. to them who who are actually helping you, telling you, hey, maybe this is not going to work. Maybe you need to focus on your kid, or maybe you need to put your differences aside for that kid. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I see a lot of like immature people having children mm. and they don't understand like it's not about you anymore it's about the kids it's about oh, the yeah. kid. i think it's like it's people who didn't even get the chance to work on themselves mm-hmm. you know exactly. in order to experience what yeah. it is to be by themselves sometimes this unlucky draw where it's like you slept with someone you didn't have the best sex you didn't know, the best the safest sex because you didn't know you end up getting someone pregnant they keep it and now you now you're stressed out and have to develop with the mindset of uh taking care of someone you, you never have the time for yourself after that mm-hmm. you know especially at a young age yeah. you just learn how to grind and grind and just grind and, and more grinding yeah and this is sad like i'm yeah. serious it's so sad thinking about it and i'm kind of happy that i never got pregnant Damn, or yeah. like because yeah. just to think of it like so many people would they even be a good father they weren't even a good person to me in my mm-hmm. opinion so them they imagine them as a father and yeah, yeah some of them are I guess you can say a good father, mm. but they but are not a good person, especially to the significant like maybe the baby mama or the baby dad. Yeah, yeah, it's trash. Well, it's crazy. Too. <laughs> no, but yeah, that that counts too because like yeah, this, like the person that you like have a child with, even if you don't stay together, like you're bound to that person mm-hmm. for life, like mm-hmm. for life. That's someone that's going to be in your life forever. <laughs> Yeah. Right, like I mean, if as long as your kids like alive, I guess that's all that. But that's and how even, but even then, I feel like there's cases where like the the ties are too strong that like you mm. you're just bound to be involved, yeah, somehow in some way. Like it's just the person that you you have a kid with is like it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a relationship you're gonna have like with right. you mm. forever. Yeah. Whatever relationship that may be, but they're going to be in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really scary to think about, too, because, like, the ones who do have kids at a young age, you know, uh, around in, like, their late 40s or even, like, early 50s and whatnot, mm-hmm. their kids are probably starting to get out of the house. And now they just have to live with each other and learn about each other. And be, they're not exactly, like, free from the kids, but, you know, now they're, like, it's, their presence is gone. They're living their life, you know. And they have to learn about themselves at a much older age now with someone they've either realized that they'd love to be with mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. You know, and that's the scary part too. It's like you get pregnant so young and you don't even know yourself or your partner so out like well at all. Mm-hmm. And then you and then by the time it's over, or not over, but at least like kids move out, it's just now you're with them. And it's either gonna be a real a rude awakening of like, oh I hate my life and now I gotta start over at this old age mm-hmm. or I'm having a good time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's even that's scary to think about because you just don't know if you you do it too young, you just don't know. There's never, I don't know. There's not a right age to do this. Yeah, you know? for sure. For yeah, sure. 
this but it's also a learning process like i do understand like you just have to go through stuff to learn about it like somebody can tell you all day long but if you're that type of person you have to like go through mm-hmm. to learn then that's what you are mm-hmm. so yeah yeah so you just learn you, you'll you develop over time but I mean, it would be nicer to know before <laughs> ideally right <laughs> yeah yeah definitely but on a on a a lighter note mm-hmm. do you have like any uh hobbies any like cool hobbies any interesting things that you're into victor oh. was telling me um at some point before we started recording that you mentioned starting a podcast or that you're interested yeah. in starting a podcast at some point i'm very interested it's just for me it's hard to to get up to do it it's not doing it it's getting to do it or getting up to do it mm-hmm. i don't know why but for some reason it's always I, it's like when i have to work out when i actually work out it's not bad yeah but it's getting up yeah and preparing to do yeah. it mm-hmm. and i don't oh, know I why like... i have such a tough time doing that like i want to learn how to sew and i look at videos and it looks easy but but you don't do it yeah i, I do that too I yeah. Get that, yeah and yeah. i think it's because i'm too anxious i'm too excited like i'm more mm-hmm. excited about doing it than actually just doing it because i don't know i don't know why i'm like that well, I, I think like it's i'm like that too mm-hmm. with certain things i don't know what Same. it's what it's like i think i think what it is is when you see something on youtube or like if you read something and you like okay it's that simple i can do it it for some reason because i feel like i go through that as well with you guys um for some reason there's like a psych out in your head mm-hmm. when you're about to get to the task and it's just like oh i don't i don't really know how to do it i'm kind of just winging it I'm, I'm yeah i read it these are the instructions. I saw the video. I saw how they did it. So now I just got to do it. But for some reason, because like you're by yourself and you're not so sure, even if, like surprise things happen all the time when you're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like say if you're working on your car and you, you're you watching this YouTube video, um, you could fuck up. You could easily fuck up and that's not covered in the video. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like there's that initial panic right there that it's almost like I can't, I can't, it's crippling at times where it's like I don't want to do it. I can't do it because mm-hmm. I'm alone. And no one's gonna help me in case I fuck up. So I kind of think it's that. Take, you know what I kind of think that it is? It's like, like there's a satisfaction in knowing that you can, mm-hmm. and that alone is like enough. Like if I don't know how to like sew a shirt or something, but I watch a video and I'm like, mm. oh okay, I get it, I understand. It, I like mentally check out for some reason. I'm like, yeah. okay, I learned how to do it, which is the most important part. I'll do it at some point. Yeah. Right. But then if you have that mentality, because I have that like so much with like working out too, with like writing music, mm-hmm. with like writing anything really, um, like creative stuff. It's like, well, I have the idea. I know what to do. It's just a matter of doing it. But it's like eh, the hard part is done. So you put off like, you know, mm-hmm. like the mental work is done. Yeah. Like, well, it's almost like um, like telling your like your friends like, oh, I'm gonna do this uh, this marathon, right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. or I'm gonna go running or whatever. I'm gonna start training like this. <clears throat> and it's like when you tell sometimes when you tell your friends something, it's, it's almost like the gratis, like the the uh, commendable efforts that they tell you or like the attitude that they, the positive attitude that they give you because you some you tell you told them I'm gonna like train for this marathon is good enough, you know, mm-hmm. as like a reward system. Yeah, like you look, you look for some sort of improvement. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to run like two miles a day and train for it, and then I'm going to exceed it. Approval. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. prove. Yeah, it's like they're like, oh, that's awesome. That's cool. You're gonna yeah. do two miles a day, and then you're gonna go to five miles a day. Yeah, that's wild. Like you, you planned that. Good on you. I'm really proud of you. And like, mm-hmm. it's just that instant, like rush. You know, of them like, yeah, it's just. I don't know. I think that we we look for that approval too. Mm-hmm. Like we just share our ideas and. We want to be encouraged to do it. Mm. And then if you don't, then you get kind of like discouraged to do it. Mm. Yeah. yeah so. Like if you don't have like those words of. Affirm- yeah. Uh, yeah. Affirmation. Yeah. Like affirmative, like um, positive affirmations. Yeah, affirmation. From- yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Is that what it is? Affirmation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like actually doing stuff is getting to do it, mm-hmm. working up to do it. Like you said that like. It's tough. It's tough because you can be like, yeah, I'll do it. It's easy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I learned how to do it. I know what the steps are. It's actually doing it. I find what helps me break through that is, like, just shutting down. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. just, just fucking go for it. Like, you don't want to work out in the morning? Don't think about it. Don't think yeah. about it. Just go through the motions. Put your clothes on. Get downstairs and start doing it you know yeah. what i mean like yeah like well there's like you can baby step your way into it kind of like kind of like a cold shower right you know where it's like you can either jump in right away and get super cold but get used to it that much quicker or you can ease like <laughs> an arm an arm in there and a leg in there and then your Keep torso your your head mm-hmm. slowly but surely you can it's, it's just however way you want to do it mm-hmm. my, my uncle told me this one time for like working out it's like you know set your gym clothes up one day and um, to set them up the night before. And the next day, you know, try to put them on. And then if you put them on, you know, try to go to the gym. And if you go to the gym, try to, you know. Go inside. Go inside. <laughs> you know, you may not, like, make it there, but, you know, the first time. But the point is, the gym clothes are right there. Like, you're, you're mentally priming yourself yeah. mm-hmm. to do it. That makes sense. And then yeah. start your habits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gets the brain, like, clicking and thinking in a different way. And you start, like, just re- uh, uh, rewiring uh, it all mm-hmm. and start making yourself think a certain way. Yeah, a lot of it is just like that whole like jumping into the cold water thing, you know, the shock factor of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to get over it, and it's, it's hard to like even like maintain it at times. Like, uh, yeah, it's even it's even like uh like especially working out where it's like if you overdo it, um, you might want to back away from it because your body's like, no, I'm in, I'm hurting, I'm in physical pain. But even that is mental too. Mm-hmm. Where if you want to do further damage you know you have to fight through that you know yeah like you see people who are ripped right like like arnold schwarzenegger gods you know shit like that like mm-hmm. or like even like this like just toned up body body figures and, or bodybuilders and everything like that it's just they got there because proper training and it's just learning about how to do stuff yeah but it's yeah pushing through breaking through just, it's a wall mm-hmm. it's a wall and it's you however you get through it, get over it, get around it, break through. I guess people have, like, different ways. Mm-hmm. You know yourself better than anyone else, right? Like, yeah. I know what I have to do to, like, just, like, kick myself in the ass and be like, just do it. Yeah. You know, just do it. Yeah. And and I also made, like, a vision board. Yeah, that's a, nice. You know, those are those are totally real. Jim, have you ever heard Jim Carrey's, like, story about vision boards? No, I haven't. I guess, like, um, you know what I check? Like a, a certain check or something like that, and on a vision board, or maybe he just wrote a check. Point is, it was just like a um, manifestation of some sort, and um, he 
suddenly started getting all these big roles like the mask ace ventura mm-hmm. um streaming show all these all these roles and somehow some way he just like manifested his way into all this like money that he wanted originally mm-hmm. and you hear about that like um we had a guest on not too long ago uh, his name was brandon super spiritual guy you know gets into like those like manifesting manifesting moments you know what, what's on your vision board me okay so i have I have like an apartment up there. Nice. And like uh, me wanting my own like dream closet because I like walking closets. Like for some reason, that's my happy place. I walk in closet. Sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. And then I have a couple businesses businesses I want to start, like a laundry mat. Nice. And, nice. Yeah. Nice. And then I have a lot of self love and like self forgiveness type stuff because I realized that I beat myself up. And like a lot of stuff that I, that has happened, I get super embarrassed about, or, or I can't forgive myself mm. for doing or have or allowing something like some like maybe a person disrespecting me, or you know. And you're like, you, I can't believe I. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe I I let that happen mm-hmm. and everything. And then okay, I want to improve my um my body, so I like okay, eating healthier and starting to work out, and just also gaining confidence. So even before I worked out, I tried to like gain confidence of myself and to love myself because I feel like if you don't have that and you're changing your body, like working out, then you probably will never be satisfied with what you see because now it's always something you you constantly want to change or I can do better. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, you just, you're always going to be, you have to start inside. Yeah. You're always going to want to fix something about yourself. Yeah. And then I just have a whole bunch of quotes. Um, do you have a, a favorite quote? It's only one that I remember off the bat because a mentor or a previous mentor that I talked to, she's like, I can't make you a priority if you make me an option. Mm-hmm. And I like that because I felt like I made other people a priority when I was an option to them. Mm-hmm. But to them, to, like, to me, they were a priority or somebody I really want to be around or be with. Yeah. And I think I I do that a lot with people who are either friends or maybe a person that I felt like could have been a boyfriend. But yeah, so I think also I wanted to work on that. Like being able to hold my ground. Mm-hmm. Like knowing who actually cares about mm-hmm. you and being able to tell the difference yeah Yeah. and be able to like shut it shut the disrespect down like right off the bat like if i feel like if i see you're not you claim you like me and you want to be with me but you're not treating me as such then i want to be able to walk away Mm. from it like set boundaries yeah just set that boundaries because i realized that i also have trouble setting boundaries but then other people never have a problem setting boundaries with me Mm -hmm. like they they can tell me no but i couldn't and when I say, hey, can you do something for me? And they're like, no. But I always try to make sure I do something for them in mm-hmm. return. And I used to be mad. Like, how could you do that when I do X, Y, Z? But then I realized I can't be mad at them for having boundaries that I never had myself for myself. Yeah. So yeah. learn to set those boundaries. And like you just like be eye to eye with that person. And if they don't like the boundaries I'm setting for them, then that's someone that's yeah. not meant to be yeah. in your life. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, bye. Yeah, I can live without you now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like it gets it gets easier if you if you set them right there. It's just, it's more clean cut to the point. You know, you can move on that much mm-hmm. faster. You know, Do you think it's like also like a sign of like 
you getting older because like when mm-hmm. we're younger we just we want to be agreeable to people yeah. we just want to make friends we want to like have appease our love interests mm-hmm. it's just yeah and I, but the thing about it is i never had a problem before this like when i was younger like i've always been like a quote-unquote old soul mm-hmm. people always tell me like an old person like i n- never really had that much friends i always had like a small circle of friends mm-hmm. and i never i always been blunt with them always been blunt with like close family members because mm-hmm. i'm really shy and i'm very introverted but like once i'm once i'm comfortable you you, you start to see the real me mm-hmm. but then i always used to get that i was aggressive and i always had a problem and I was always like, or that I'm complaining. So then I stopped arguing. I stopped doing mm-hmm. a lot of things that I used to do and just be like, okay, just let it happen. So you overcorrected in the other direction. Yeah. So then it's like, now it's like, well, you don't say this, you don't do this. And well, why didn't you say this? It's like, well, every time I said something, I did something, it started an argument. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now I'm not as argumentative as I used to be. But now I, I wish I I want to speak up for myself so now I have to have that healthy bond uh balance mm-hmm. of I guess being passive, being and, assertive, yeah, and like yeah yeah yeah. Like yeah. what speak softly and carry a big stick, you know, like like it's just like that. What what is uh, Roosevelt said or whatever? Um, Roseanne. Roosevelt. Roosevelt. <laughs> I was like Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne. <laughs> but like point is like if you know if you even like just you know saying less and like calmly, it can mm-hmm. sometimes be even more effective than just you know. And I like that whole like um because I totally agree with like keeping the people in your life that are you know that are supposed to like you you know like if someone cares about you wants mm-hmm. to be around you like they will show it mm-hmm. you know yeah the older you get and the more real life gets and like you get in like real life situations and like oh my god I'm growing up I'm doing this mm-hmm. or like like you intuitively know right yeah. like you intuitively knew back in the day when you were a kid but when we're kids like we see the world through like rose colored glasses mm-hmm. and like we want to just like people please more and we want to yeah you know and just as we get older like our patience like wears thinner but i think yeah. that i i think that is a good thing mm-hmm. realizing like who should be a priority and who yeah. shouldn't you know yeah it's just crazy cuz it's also like course like moving out here and like dating because i never dated back at home so where are you from i'm from virginia oh yeah so being back at home and then coming out here like i never dated when did you move out here um like december 2018 oh damn so kind of recent recent. yeah wow (laughs) oops sorry (laughs) oh you're good good. yeah but i moved out here and i never i never dated anybody or anything so then it back in Virginia or out here? Yeah, just back in Virginia. Oh, okay, okay. Like I was always consumed with like my niece mm-hmm. and you know, school. And then I had friends and my friends they dated, but I wasn't really interested. Mm-hmm. And my friends were like, You should just get a tender. Mm-hmm. And at first I was very against it. I was like, No, like they might try to kill me. Yeah. Because you yeah. hear about like it's these stories. Yeah. 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 And it's like just my luck, I'll be the one that's going missing. Yeah. Cause like I never like you always hear like, oh well, they never really done this before. And this is something they've never done before. And yeah. the one time they step outside the box, then something, it's uh, something yeah. bad happens. Those are the worst stories. Yeah. So I tr- I got the Tinder, and I met two guys, but the one guy I didn't really like. He was really aggressive, and I didn't like it. So, mm. but the other guy I met, and I guess you could say I was infatuated with him. 
So, yeah, it's, but it's, so I let a lot of stuff slide because I didn't want to seem crazy or, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, but. You feel like you weren't being yourself. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. really being myself. And I was like, you know, it's just so, super exhausting. So, I mean, it was almost a year before we stopped talking. And then throughout that whole year, nothing. Like, well, he claimed he liked me, but we never went on dates or anything. Mm. So I was like, mm, okay, you don't like me. Yeah, like you see it. Mm. Yeah. See, yeah. So yeah. then I started dating online, doing online dating again. And then I found guys who who were willing to do more mm-hmm. than what, you know, a lot more. They wanted to take me out. They wanted to take me on dates and everything. And even during COVID, they still, we still went on dates. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but they weren't, obviously didn't work out with any of them. But so I realized that if he wanted to, he would. Mm-hmm. And some of the guys, they weren't even really look, like looking for a relationship, but they still wanted to go on dates and hang out. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if you wanted to, you would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just want to hook up. Yeah. Obviously basically. you just want to hook up, but whatever. Are you currently like dating? Are you just like kicking back right now? Um, I talk to other people, but no, nothing serious. Nothing, nothing serious yeah. because it's it's like it's really exhausting, and I know really honestly what they want. Uh huh. And it's now it's becoming more of a burden to even talk to them because I know ultimately that's what you want, like that's what you you're like sex. aiming for. Yeah. So just saying, then that's to let them know, hey, that's not what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. But it's like I also don't know what I want to do either. Well, but I know definitely that has sex with them. Yeah. Do you feel like like this experience though is helping you weed out, you know, mm-hmm. the bad ones, like realizing like, like, the the telltale signs, I guess, of, mm-hmm. um, and knowing yourself better of like, you know, how, how like I can be myself with certain guys and not mm-hmm. with other guys, and I get these vibes like. You know, yeah. like red flags, I guess. Like, yeah. if this happens, then I know this is a no go, mm-hmm. or this is a good sign. Like, because yeah. it's all experience, right? At the end of the day, yeah, it's all experience, and I think that's why I still try to date just mm-hmm. to gain that experience. Yeah, but um, it's just it's still exhausting. Now it's like I I think I do it more because I'm just bored. Like I just <laughs> yeah, I'm more bored now, but because yeah. I honestly don't feel like I see myself with any of these guys. For yeah. Real. I feel that, dude. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of, a lot. Dating's dude. weird. Dating's, it it, is. yeah, it's weird. It's, it's hard. Like I don't know, but I think, I think like the way because like Victor is like really like my first like real boyfriend, mm-hmm. and before that it was just kind of like me <laughs> <laughs> <You> guys. <laughs> it was just like a string of like short relationships, you mm-hmm. know, like very mm-hmm. casual like boyfriends Mm -hmm. if you could even call them that but it's still served as as you get i get i learned about myself i learned about like you know what different kinds of guys are out there you know red flags telltale signs and like Mm -hmm. and it i think once you like decide to like see someone through like for longer than you know just a casual relationship you're better prepared yeah to know like okay at least i know this about myself Mm -hmm. and i know what i what i can tolerate and what i can't right and also i know my flaws you learn about your own flaws too yeah and your own good the good things that that come from you Mm -hmm. so 
I don't know. And then once you get into like a long term relationship, that's, you know, a whole other realm of experience. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if you're like live with someone, dear God, like you think it's you know whole... someone until you yeah. live with them. Yeah. Or at, least, at least spending like four or five days, like maybe even like a good week with them. Mm-hmm. Like, can you be quiet with, your, with each other? Can you be, um, can you be productive with each other? Mm-hmm. Do you have to be around each other all the time? You know, mm-hmm. things yeah. like that. It's just, you, you never but know. It's, it starts somewhere. It really does start does. with the awkward, casual dates. Yeah. <laughs> like, just dating around. Yeah, it does. It really does start somewhere. But also, like, I do realize about myself that I do like to communi- communicate. Mm-hmm. I do. Like, I like to talk it out. Yeah, I feel that. I love I to that. talk about like if it's something if we get in an argument and it's like okay, I need you to know where I'm coming from and where you're coming from. Yeah, and we can find a middle ground. A middle ground. Yeah. yeah, and then I do like attention. I'm sorry, I'm one of the yeah. people. I'm a, I love attention. So same. It's like when they don't give me attention or they okay, they're working all day and they don't say nothing. I'm like, okay, like some acknowledgement. Yeah, right? like, I like yeah. some mm. sort of acknowledgement. I think, like, especially if you're dating someone for long term, you know, there has to be, like, a some kind of, like, acknowledgement, on, mm-hmm. at least on the daily at one point, you know. Just like, hey, you know, I'm alive. I hope you're alive. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm still Good reading. morning, good night. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, on my break, how's your day? Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to constantly talk to me or constantly be up under me, but. Like, the small some, things. Yeah, like, yeah. Some like, sort of acknowledgement. Yeah. Because it's like, exactly. how could you go all day without saying something to me? Mm-hmm. And if you need space. Hey, you need space. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. just ignore me. I don't like being ignored either. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, it's too much. It's all communication. Yeah, and I realize that guys, I don't know, maybe out here too, but in general, they don't learn these type of skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't. Either. It's tough. It's well, because guys just keep it in. It's very stoic, mm-hmm. like being man kind of stuff. Like, you know, they. Well, I'm not going to talk about it. And a lot of guys just like to use their bros as mm-hmm. like their emotional support. You know? Yeah. Instead of like their partner, I I feel like that's honestly something that I I learned a lot with Victor too is like communication because I was very much like that like like lone wolf <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can handle like my own feelings and my own emotions like it took me a while I mean something that like to this day like I still work on right mm-hmm. is like communication and like you know opening up to your partner and like letting them in on your thought process Mm -hmm. and like how you handle things. And, you know, when you're upset, having them being, be your go-to, right. Like, and like, or even, Hey, it's been a long day. I don't want to talk. It's, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like just, but your everyday, the motions that you go through on the daily, it's like, if there's any hope of like having a long-term thing with someone, they have to be let in on that. Yeah. They got to be let in. Yeah, and I also realized that sometimes I don't express I'm struggling with stuff, mm-hmm. so I may be by myself. Or if, or when I do start to express it, because I remember one guy that I was, like, the first guy that I ever talked to out here, he did make me feel like I was a crybaby. Like, oh. And I was like, oh, since if I was struggling with something. Yeah. Like, I would, initially I would just tell him. Yeah. I wouldn't tell my family. So, and, like, always, like, growing up, I always had to be by myself, and I never really was able to express how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So, he was was a person I would talk to, but then it's, like, he kind of, he I think he made a comment about me being sensitive, and then mm. me being sensitive, I didn't like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. I was like, well, okay, I'll stop talking to you then. 
<laughs> like he made it feel like you were a burden. Yeah. Like, so I was like, mm, like okay. an emotional burden or something. Yeah. So then I just went back to just like keeping it all in. And like I would, I, I'll express it to my mom, but not too much. Cause some of it, it did have a lot to do with her. Mm. And mm, then my yeah. dad, my brother. And just in general, like it's just, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Like it's, I need somebody just, that would be able to handle it, it just that. takes like a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time to get to know like, like your emotional bandwidth, mm-hmm. what you can put out and what you can take in and where you can compromise too, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like maybe I could change that. Maybe I can be like less sensitive or more sensitive, mm-hmm. more talkative or less talkative. Yeah. Right. Like, and it just, it it's, it's a whole thing because it's, it's a two way street, right? Like, Mm-hmm. They have to like be willing to see your side too. Yeah, you know, just as much as you see theirs, they have to. It's a whole thing, man. Relationships yeah. are are weird. It's hard, complicated, and I haven't even been in one yet. And I already know sometimes it's just really draining. I mean, even like just the casual dating, right? Like mm-hmm. just like it's it is it is draining. Mm-hmm. It is draining, like mm-hmm. especially when like you constantly you're like you're. Like you say, you're seeing that person, or you just dating that person, and y'all go on multiple dates, mm-hmm. and then it goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. to me, that's like, oh, you waste, like I wasted time. Yeah, you've been going on multiple dates with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I guess like you could also look at it in like a, an optimistic way of mm-hmm. like very thorough I weeded, bedding. I weeded one out. Right? Yeah, like yeah, dodged the bullet there. Dodged the bullet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of like, thing. Yeah, because like if anything, it's like if it went that long, it's either because like you're really like betting this person, because is that like too good to be true, or it's like uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just um, I don't like letting people in. Yeah, I get yeah, that. So I get when it. you start to like get used to them and yeah, that's I get you on that because yeah. like for me too, it's like when we start like spending time, when I start spending time with like anyone overall, like I mean. Yeah, if it's my partner, you know, when we started dating, it started becoming like a, all right, I'm going to gradually say these things that are happening. You know, I'm gonna start gradually letting you into my sob story of a life, you know, mm-hmm. like that could be hard too, just to like to Open let that up. up. <clears throat> yeah. Because like, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want anyone to know that I'm like, I'm going through it. Like, mm-hmm. And I think of it yeah. like that, but. No, you have the upper hand on me. Is it, yeah, exactly, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's, what I, that's my problem. Yeah. Like, I feel like you have like, you have all this leverage here. You got the high yeah. ground. Yeah. Like now you can try. You're gonna hurt me. You're gonna oh. try to hurt me. Mm. Yeah. Like, Man, you. why do we think like that? That's yeah. so relatable, though. Yeah, that's for sure. That's my biggest problem. Like I would withhold like my feelings and my emotions and how affectionate I was to a person mm-hmm. because I feel like if I show you that, you're gonna. You see this side of me. Yeah, and then you're gonna laugh at me. You're gonna talk about me. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna do something. Mm. You're gonna do something with this. Yeah, yeah and it's gonna it's, yeah. So it's like emotionally guarding yourself. Yeah, right? like, I got feel attacked. Uh huh. Because I feel yeah. like I literally feel like growing up. Honestly, I feel like how you talk to your child and how do people talk God, to you. It does. It it affects it you. Sport, yeah. So now when your I, parents crush your soul. Yeah. So <laughs> now I feel like. I have to feel, feel like okay, you're attacking me. You mm-hmm. say this, but I, I take it as an attack, mm-hmm. or I wasn't allowed to do say or do certain things, express my feelings. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I'm sensitive, mm-hmm. right? Or like when I did express my feelings, this happened. Mm-hmm. So now I know that there's a pattern of like when I do this, this happens, right? Yeah, that's why. Like I feel like certain, I'm sensitive to certain things, 
And it's because, like, maybe because, like I said, I wasn't allowed to cry. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here saying my mom, no crying. But when I were, when I really was hurt and I was crying, because mm-hmm. I don't really, I usually don't cry a lot. So when I do do cry, I get in trouble. Like, why are you crying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I get so that, yeah. much. I get yelled at. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So now it's like, y'all don't take me serious. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every time I, I start to express how I feel and your tone and how you say it and how you, how you just take it, mm-hmm. if I don't feel like you're being either sympathetic or empathetic towards me about it mm-hmm. and you're kind of snappy or like you're bothered, then it's like, I don't, okay, well, I'm not going to come to you anymore. Yeah. And that's how I realized I only have like two people, maybe like, yeah, two people that life. I'm close with that I feel like, okay, if I feel this way, I can definitely go to you. Yeah. And one of them is my best friend back at home. And yeah, so every time I feel anything, I will go to her. And it's like we go to each other and we're there and we can help each other. It's like, okay, well, you have, you especially, you experienced this before. And she's there to like, help me with my feelings. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I, th- I think everyone's got at least, like, for sure, two people, like one or two people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, even like the, an extrovert, you know, who's got like 20 friends. Mm-hmm. But do they really have 20 good friends? You know, Probably not. Yeah, that's, that's. I think twenty good friends is a very big exaggeration. You know, it's, that's not very likely. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard enough to. It's very hard to stay in tune with someone's life and know, like all the ups and downs, and be there for someone, especially when it's just a friend too. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you got a couple of them. Like, yeah, it's like your friends. You will, but you you know, friends are kind of a luxurious thing that mm-hmm. like you can reconvene like five years down the line. It will pick up things like it was. You know, yeah. whereas like family or like a lover is just like. You kind of have to work in that. Mm-hmm. And then what mm-hmm. I realized is like not everybody is your friend. Like oh, not everybody exactly. is your friend. They you're more of an associate or you're more of somebody I can just party with. Like you're you're good. You're you're a good time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when it's when the hard times or whatever, nah. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that too is just like uh, just the amount of like exposure you've had with that person in trying times. In know? trying mm-hmm. times, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I like me being here since like 2018. I have no friends, and I try making friends all the time, but it seems like we can never get past that. Okay, we'll hang out once or twice, but then that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's like we can never get past that. And past then I, the hangout stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I realized that people's values is different. Like yeah. how you value your friend and how you, you're around your friend, how you treat your friend, it's just like a little different mm-hmm. than what I'm used to back at home and what I was taught to do back at home. Back at home, uh, when you were in Virginia, did you live in like a smaller town or bigger town than, uh, do you live in Marina Valley? Mm, yeah. Like yeah. I live close to Marina Valley. Was it like, was back home big, big city vibes, small town vibes about the same I, as this? I feel like it's about the same. About the same. This, because like, it's not a small town where everybody knows everybody, mm-hmm. but like, it's not everybody know you and you know everybody. But yeah. you, it's a town where okay, <clears throat> I can see why you know the same person that I know. Mm-hmm. I can see why your cousin might be my friend, because mm-hmm. you know, it's you know it's like a good town. Mm-hmm. And some most people don't like, especially where I'm from. Most people don't move mm-hmm. from they there. Just from there, stay. they stay. Yeah. And then, yeah. so it's like generations thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah yeah so yeah like so it's it's crazy to think like my friend was telling me that one of her co-workers she's like they're basically they 
they were hanging around the same people. Like, she said, oh, I know this person. I know this person. Oh, you know that person? Me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. And then yeah. I could see, well, okay, on her one <laughs> of, she basically somehow, she knew one of the cousins of the person we went to school with. Okay. Through her boyfriend. So I was like, okay, that's, you know, like, as yeah. you grow up, I know. Okay, I know why. And then also, when my mom, when she went to high school, she ended up seeing her again, but she worked at my high school. Mm-hmm. So she said, I can't believe she's still basically, basically working in the high school. Like, like she's, still the same connections. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, oh, I didn't know. And oh, I remember my gym teacher knew my mom. Like he said he went to school with my mom. Oh. And then they also okay. go to the same person to get their haircut because mm. they all went to school together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. That does change the, yeah. the dynamic though if people don't leave, right? Yeah. It yeah. does. And I left, but I don't know. Man. It's crazy. But I realized I do miss my friends back home and like the value of a friendship back home i feel like it's just completely different and just how people are in general because i do feel like out here in california some people are a little more superficial yeah or like oh, yeah. fake i believe for that sure, for I sure. believe more that. materialistic and all that yeah. Well, yeah also the fact that i think like out here there's like you're closer to to more things there's more things to do out here you're more closer of some sort, you yeah know. what like, do y'all do out here well, drive, there's drive like, somewhere else. Because you know? <laughs> I was like, we've been, me and my sister have been bored. Like, no, you don't do anything in Myrtle Valley. You do, you do some some stuff in Santa Ana. You do some stuff in like in Los LA, Angeles. Long you do Beach, some stuff in yeah, Long but Beach. Like, we're close. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. you go early or you know, no, fuck it. you yeah. stay the night or you stay the night. Yeah, you stay yeah, the yeah. night. I think like that's just kind of the plus side of being mm-hmm. here is that you're close to the freeways. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. I was like, dang, and I'm mad because COVID hit. Yeah, and you know. When it hit, I was here for like a year, mm. and then we spent a whole another year in the house. Yeah. So now that I'm kind of comfortable driving and going places, and it's like now I'm I'm kind of reconsidering even moving back home. Mm. So it's like, dang, like now that I'm able to do stuff and able to hang out, I might leave. Yeah. So. Wow. So like bad timing. Yeah, bad, bad timing. timing, and it's but it's like it's hopefully it's always gonna be here. Yeah. So if if I have to either stay here or go back home. It's always gonna be here. It's always gonna be a place where I can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, making friends. Yeah, I think also like as you get older. Yeah, and it's just like when I hung out with some of the people, I realized like, you know, growing up, when you're when somebody goes to the bathroom, y'all all go together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yeah. one red flag was that person let me go to the bathroom by myself, and we've been drinking. Um. But I mean, I'm not a person. I'm not gonna force you to go somewhere you you yeah. you wasn't trying to go. So yeah, I'm not gonna. Hey, yeah. come with me to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just gonna go by myself. Yeah. And then it's just, and I realized like when someone goes somewhere, you just go with them. You go with them. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized that I like that. I mean, it's just like I don't know. It feels like if you don't find the right people, mm-hmm. you're just hanging. Like yeah. people are just there to have a good time, but they're not there to like. I don't know. Look out for you, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm not the t- I'm I'm not the type of person just to hang out with somebody just because I want to hang out. Just cause, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm well. You're good. You're good company. Like mm-hmm. I think that's weird to associate yourself with people who either don't really care about you, yeah, or yeah. you don't care about them. Cause then they're annoying to you if you don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything they do is annoying and they it bothers you. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's yeah. I think as you get older, you start like weeding out those people too, mm-hmm. right? Like. Can we be friends or can we not? Yeah. So now look at certain values like that you have. And I realized that maybe 
in her mind, she ain't really do nothing wrong. But that's but just who me, she is. Yeah, that's just who just she didn't is. Click on that. And to me, it's like I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if I can have you as a friend. And then like another incident was like we went to, we went down to Temecula together, and I ended up having to get, and I left my car keys and everything in her apartment. And usually she claims that she leaves her apartment open, her apartment door open. Mm-hmm. So at first I was thinking like I don't know if I want to like leave it in here because mm-hmm. she leaves her uh, apartment door open. Someone could come in and say hey yeah see yeah, some yeah. keys but like whatever. <laughs> so and then I only had like my military ID and I didn't have my actual ID. So some clubs wouldn't a club wouldn't let me in. Yeah, with it, but other clubs will, but we just didn't know which one. Yeah, yeah. And then who wants to go spend their their night looking at which club? Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, who's gonna let me in? Because yeah. I don't have my ID. Yeah. So I said, hey, you know, I'm gonna have to go back and get my ID from my car. And so she's like, oh, okay. Well, I, at first I was gonna take an Uber, and then if I was gonna come back, I was gonna drive back down because I'm not taking another Uber. Like Ubers yeah, are expensive. Yeah. They it's supposed to be yeah. cheap, but it ain't a che- it's no, not cheap. Not, yeah. Uber is super expensive nowadays. Cause I think Uber does this thing where you can really pick which ride you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like if they see it's going to be a seven dollar payday or payout, they're like, "Fuck that! I want a big fish." You know. Wait, yeah. So what ended up happening? You like came back and well, so when I went back, cause I caught a ride with her friend that drove us out there. Yeah. And so she said, "Oh well, they're still here. Go with them. Go catch them so you can get get a ride." But she. I'm thinking like she would come wow. with me. Yeah, she didn't. Wow. Did not come with me. And so that's fucked. Yeah, fucked and it was a Ghana, and it was a Ghana girl. So I thought the Ghana girl came to, like they did, and then she come together. Uh-huh. But I thought they were together. Yeah, but they weren't. Yeah. So he ended up when she dropped us off at the girl house or apartment, whatever you want to call it. She, the girl who drove, left. So just me and that guy, and this is my first time hanging out with. All her other friends, except for two, except oh. for her and another girl. Mm. So this, I don't know the girl, I don't know the guy. So I go upstairs and try to open her apartment door. It's locked. So I called her like, "Hey, I need, I need to get your key because my car key's in your house." Mm-hmm. And she knew my car key's in her house. Maybe she forgot. And uh, another girl that I was with, we were, we both, we put our car keys in the same place together. Yeah. So it's like you knew I was going back to her house to get the keys. You could have. You it said, get, said something yeah. to her like, "Hey, help me out." Yeah, so she didn't want to come back to get me. Like, to, I mean, to open her door, dude. It's experiences like that. Yeah, it's experiences like that. Like that, you just and I already knew I wanted to go back home. Yeah. So when I said when I was in a car, right, I said, "Yeah, I'm going home." Yeah. Like I'm not even gonna go back down there because I've realized like this. Like she let me go with two strangers I really don't know. You don't know, like. So I was like, okay. yeah, like off the bat, it's like who... yeah. Who, who are does, these people? Who, yeah, and who does that? Who yeah, kind of does and she's that? like, yeah. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um drop catch Uber there and back. I'm like, but if you would have got me, I would have, I would have given her a ride. But mm-hmm. I didn't even say anything to her because at that point, her just straight up telling me no in general. Yeah, and I'm not even about to beg you, like yeah. argue with you. And but she wanted everybody else but herself to come and open the door for me. And mm-hmm. then she said, Well, go get maintenance. I'm like, Well, what maintenance man is gonna? What maintenance man is gonna? Like, okay, yeah. Let me yeah. open the her apartment door for you. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't live here. He don't know. Mm. Like he doesn't know me. And yeah. Apparently, he, if he's a maintenance, he probably know a lot of people. Mm. And she, I think she knew him. So and then, so I ended up catching an Uber with the guy, that um was sitting there with me, waiting for me, and he ended up driving me home. But I was still scared because like I don't know this guy. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, I was just like, yeah, this is this is this friendship is 
over mm-hmm. whatever friendship that we were developing developing is just gone and then the next day like she still had my stuff so i had to go get it and i i texted her like around 10 30 to go get my things and she was like oh i'm at brunch wow so yeah. like so if you knew you were gonna go to brunch why didn't you just say hey i'm going to brunch at this time you have to you can come pick your car keys up yeah but another whatever so i said i'll just let you know um i text you a little bit later to see where you at so i can go get my stuff yeah. and then 1 30 comes around i'm like okay hey you done like at this point i was kind of my patience running thin yeah 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 because it's like I, mean, I was shit dude you yeah. left your stuff like yeah she has my stuff and it's like also i was i didn't want to like be mean or be nasty with her mm. because when you have my has- things <laughs> and i don't like yeah so and then so like around one like not like one thirty. I, I was able to get my things and then I was left, so I was like, bye. And then we we had each other on Snapchat, so I I know that she took me on Snapchat because now she was considered as a subscriber. I was a subscriber to her Snap. I'm like, does that, I don't know, I'm not on Snapchat anymore. It says pending, like once, if you're like friends with them, then it'll tell you last time you snapped them. Mm-hmm. And But then if they unfriend you or whatever they do with you, then it will say pending. Mm-hmm. So it's like you basically you're following like you follow them or you you're like a part of their snap but you're, they're not a part of your snap. So I was like okay like I don't care and then that's like I just took her off of my snap but we still I guess we follow each other on Instagram but I stopped I don't I really don't see her on Instagram as much and then we also had like another friend but I guess she's still we're still cool and she's been wanting to hang out with me and but I. I haven't said to her like exactly what's been going on. I mean, I'm pretty sure she knows, but also I don't know if she's that tight to be oblivious to the situation mm. about what's going on with me. Like, like I don't want to run into that girl, mm. and you're still like you're still friends with her, yeah, and everything. So I don't want it to be That's awkward. awkward. Yeah. You know, like you're still friends with her, and y'all been friends longer than me. Yeah, yeah. her like y'all. I feel like y'all would have more of a bond, and y'all more tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and me, it's just to me, how I how I grew up. It's like. You just don't be friends with somebody uh-huh. that's also like friends. Like not saying that me and this other girl have a problem and I hate her or have a grudge against yeah. her. Yeah, but it's weird. But yeah, yeah it's just weird. weird. And I feel like it's just like, as it's just to me, it's like it's drama waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially if me and this other girl do hang out and then she shows up. Yeah. Or yeah. she doesn't tell yeah. me that hey she's included. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I just don't want to deal with it. I feel like it's unnecessary drama or high school drama like. Mm. And that girl, she, like, she's sweet. She's a cool person, but I realized that our friend, like, our friendship value or our views on friendship is not is, the same at is all. It's different. Yeah. And yeah. then maybe she just don't, and maybe she isn't like that with people she actually friends with, she actually care about. Like, she's really cool. Mm. Like, she, we hung out, we had a good time, and I think she, we went to a winery, and we did wine tasting, and she's a member, so we got in for free. So it's like, she's really cool, and she's like, she, she, she doesn't mind. It seemed like, you know, taking care of... But when it comes to, like, looking out for, like, your friends, it's like... that's when it's, like, to me, and I feel like that's where... Damn. And only through those Mm experiences, like, through those experiences, you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like imagine imagine if you got your keys, like, first time around, you know? It wouldn't have been like that, like, that much Like, if she actually helped you out. Yeah, or, it's like, imagine, like, what if we were somewhere else? Yeah. Like, I wasn't so close to home. Mm. And it's like, oh... 
So, and that's what my mom, she said, like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't be going, I, I told you not to go in. Like, uh, yeah, I was like, mom, thanks. I love how moms are always going to be like, fuck you, I told you. I, told, I yeah. fucking told you. Fucking my mom told is you. so like that. Yeah. With your friends? But no, it's just everything. Just my mom's just, she's if like she's right, you. if she's a, a mid right, mm-hmm. she's like, oh my God, she'll let you fucking know. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how my mom is. She's like, I told you. She's like, you didn't listen to me. Moms are sore winners. Yeah. Moms are sore winners. Yeah. And it's like, okay, mom, thing. But like, I still have to make friends. Like, I still try to, like, because at the end of the day, someone, they're always going to be considered strangers until you get to know them. You have to take that risk. Yeah, <laughs> you have to like, yeah. She, but she feel like because it's on the internet, it's it's worse. But mm-hmm. like to me, that's how I make my friends because if it's here, mm-hmm. like, no, like, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's the kind of thing where like making friends in real life is doable, mm-hmm. but you have to go out a lot. You have mm-hmm. to like ex- put expose yourself. Yeah, you have and to put like first effort. Put <laughs> yeah, where it's like, I mean, it, it's. I don't know. Social media has made it easier to like because you have there's like mutuals now, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know a person without actually meeting them, and then like once you actually meet them, it's like a whole bond. Well, it's yeah, we bonded already yeah. online, right? Um, it's, yeah, it's interesting making friends. It is, yeah. and I try, but I'm trying because I don't want to be lonely. But whatever, I feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, nobody does. But it's it's also I was like, okay, I look for those red flags, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that I should have. When we went to the winery, because that's mm-hmm. when I had to use the bathroom, mm-hmm. and she didn't come with me, that was a fight. Like, girl, you should just let that left that alone. Yeah, but yeah. Hey. I'm glad it happened. I mean, as far as making friends, if you ever want to hang, okay, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know where I work. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm using the restroom. I'll be right back. Right, yeah, we'll, go for it, dude. We'll pause this bad boy. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Chitlins. I've heard of Chitlins, but I've never. I've never yeah. had them. Yeah, yeah. But um, I saw on TikTok, and so I think it, there was in Texas, and they eat the intestines of a cow. And then there was a joke saying, "And that's it. It's it's just grass anyway." It's, but it's, it's it's their poop. I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. it's grass. It's just grass. I mean, there is like some stuff I can get behind, like like menudo. Oh, it's yeah. basically like it's just cow stomach. It's different parts yeah. of like cow stomach, and I do like that. Is everything okay? Do you want me to check? Yeah, I seen it. Like what Cardi B? She posted on Twitter. Menudo. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like, and I said, I thought that was just the name of a band. It is. It's <laughs> yeah, also a band. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's it a good was name. two. It was two of them, but. <laughs> The one with Ricky Martin. Yeah. I didn't even know who he was. Uh-huh. And then my dad <laughs> said, because is it, what's that guy named? La, La, La Luma? Maluma. Yeah. Maluma. Yeah. Yes. He did a move. I guess it was, he was performing at the VMAs or uh-huh. something. You know, the COVID one. Yeah. And then he walked down the stairs. And I guess he did a Ricky Martin move. My dad was like, oh, oh. He, I bet Ricky Martin's going crazy. And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> who is that? Is your dad into Menudo? Yeah, or I'm Ricky a, Martin? I don't. I guess so, cause he knew. Cause he knew. <laughs> cause I was like, who was that? But then I, he made a song, "Living La Vida Loca." Uh huh. Yeah. And I, it's, yep. and I know it from Shrek. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know it from Shrek. And all- I got it because I, I, I like Shrek. 
We and all like Shrek. Certain songs you only know from Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek I need a hero. <laughs> Shrek. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah, those. Because the second one is like my favorite one. It's, it's everyone's most iconic oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. That. And Dude, they're all so good. Though. They're all. Yeah. The one where they ever break after? out of prison. Was that? Which where one was the, that? Where the princesses break out of prison and like Snow White like sings. That's. I think that's Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> no, Shrek. Shrek. Shrek was in. That was Shrek? Yeah. Was that number three when, or? I don't know. But when she sings that song, what's it called? Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's number three. Yeah. Yeah. And she like gets the birds to attack um the guards or something. Ooh. And that's the third one? There's a fourth one, I think. And okay, wait, is the third one? Is the third one when they're looking for her, the prince or king, to take over the kingdom because her dad had passed? I think yeah, I think so. Or which one? I think it's the, I said the third or the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, they like, put on a play. Yeah, it was and a Prince Charming. Yeah, is like that the was lead. the first one. He was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the third, third one. one. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I gotta watch that. Isn't the, <laughs> isn't the fourth one with Justin Timberlake? Like he's in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there's one where they have kids too. Yeah, that's the fourth one. Happy ever after. Uh, that's the one where they have kids. Aww. It could have been Justin Timberlake in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, was, it was Rumpelstiltskin. Now that one, I love that one. Rumpelstiltskin. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and apparently they're making another one. Are they? And I, yeah, apparently. I'm I hope it. it never stops. Yeah, it's good. It Man, going. my cousin like, she was. I was offended when <laughs> she was like, um, I think that they're just making too many Shrek movies. They're not. Making no like, such thing. What? <laughs> I love Shrek. They're, they're creative. Like, I mm. just watched Puss in Boots. <gasps> I love Puss in Boots. And it was cute. I loved it. Yeah. Every freaking moment of it. I yeah. loved it. Oh, that was such a good movie. Yeah. Puss in Boots. And I love Antonio Banderas. We all. Uh huh. Because I, I love him for Spy Kids. Spy Kids. Yeah. Zoro was tight. Like, when I was younger, like, my grandma, like, she liked watching Zoro. And I was Hell like, yeah. that's lit. You know? I actually liked it too. I liked it when I. Cause it used to be on like Saturday mornings, uh-huh. and like on mm-hmm. TBS or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. So I would watch it. Like I like those type of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, I just like Antonio Bandit. What are like your your favorite movies? Do you have? I like, have a lot. Yeah, so, and yeah. it's sad because they say favorite, and it, that can't you can't have multiple favorite. Yes, I can. <laughs> what so, are some of them? What are, what are some of the ones you like? Or if you had like a, a pick a five movie, if you have to collection. narrow it down to five. It's hard because it's like you said, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so I would say, because the movie I can watch all the time, maybe Holes. I like Holes. <gasps> holes is a really good one. Yeah, My brother I'm and I love that shit. Holes. holes. I love it. Um, a good choice. Austin Powers. I've Austin been really Powers. meaning to watch Aren't there like that. Multi- there's multiple. Yeah, yeah there's like, there's like four, three. Um, three or four, right? <clears throat> there's three, but I there's think they're making figure, a fourth one. Gold member. Mm-hmm. And Dude, that's I've the never seen the, the Shag the fourth one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen Austin Powers. Yeah. Oh, we should what? watch it. Oh, my yeah. God. Gold no, member the- is the best one because it well, got Beyonce in it. Oh, oh it was hilarious. But it's the one that Spot Who Shagged Me. I like mm. that one. And I forgot the <laughs> I forgot the first one. The, the internet was the International Man in Mystery. Or International Spy or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I like that. Um Hmm. I like I like the Friday movies. I think those are classic. Friday. I've never seen Friday either. Friday's good. There's you so many classic movies I've never seen. Yeah. You should watch. It's hilarious. Yeah, Friday. no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh. Friday has sequels too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Friday, there's... next Friday, Friday after next. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Friday after next like a Three. Christmas movie? Yeah, it was a Christmas movie. That's fucking tight. A Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a Christmas movie. Oh, you you should watch it. It's hilarious. It's very hilarious. I have to. There's so many classic movies I haven't seen. Friday's yeah. one of them. Austin Powers I haven't seen. Oh, and I love Mean Girls. That's yeah, a classic. That's a classic. Classic. And mean then. Girls. I like Amanda Bynes. 
Yeah. Before, you know, all that. <laughs> like, sir, because she's the man? Yeah, that's oh, my, that's what I was about to say. The she's man. the man. We all know that. We were talking that's about she's the man like last week. Yeah. Like, yep, yep. Her acting is amazing. Yep. Impeccable. Yeah, I think all her movies, I love her movies. She's like, like I naturally love funny. Yeah, I love yeah. Amanda Bynes. Of course, um, Amanda Did you show. watch What a Girl Wants? Yes, that's yeah. my, that's, I love that yeah. one. It's on Netflix. I watch it. Cause I think oh. it's just so cute. And I like, dang, yeah. that'd be kind of cool to have a British father right. that's rich. And you just go overseas and hang out. Yeah. I mean, sadly, the stepmom was trash. But, yeah. But good movie, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good movie. And what else? Um, like a, like a good Are movie. you into horror movies? No. I'm Action just, movies? I'm just, yeah, I like, okay, so I like a little horror. But, a like, I have the reason with myself. <laughs> like, I'm just getting out, like, into Conjuring and Annabelle and all that stuff. Oh, okay, Because, for sure. like. I mean, it's exciting, but for, I just don't like being scared. And, like, what traumatized me was Texas Chainsaw. Mm. You know what? I, I've i seen, like, scenes of that movie mm-hmm. way back in the day. Yeah. And I don't remember, like, all of it, but I know what I saw was fucked up. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that was all that my mom messed up by getting, like, let me watch that movie. Because I used to like Chucky movies. You know, Chucky and movies. Saw, I, I ain't like Saw, never did. Saw oh, yeah, Saw, saw, saw scared me. It first, scared me. Did you watch two. The Ring? The ring. Mm-hmm. The ring. That one was okay, but all I know, mm, if I see a static TV, I be mm. I try to unplug it. Done. Yeah. It's like, Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. The and then I I watched the remake of the ring. Me too. Me too. Was that, that was any okay. good? Was that any like? I think it was okay. I thought it was. It was right. like it was like just I don't know. All I like horror movies to pass the time, but mm-hmm. it's been so long since there's one that I've been like. Oh my god, that actually scared me. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah only... It's just jump scares. Like it's fun. It's fun mm-hmm. to me to watch horror movies. Yeah. I like like way. Halloween and stuff. Halloween. Like, yeah, yeah. I just watched was it Halloween? The most when, recent one? When it was Busta Rhymes and and Tyra Banks is in it and they're filming at the murder house where he where Michael Myers killed his family. Yeah. Oh, not for sure. Was it was Jamie was Jamie Lee Curtis in it? Yeah, but she died. She apparently died in the beginning, uh, which is oh, weird because she be dying, but somehow they all be dying but coming back to life. How? how? Yeah. Unless that's just, yeah, just like the rule of like you know, unless like the camera shows like the the the, the decapitation, it's not real, you know. Yeah, but it's like she fell off of the top of a asylum. But did you see her like body hit? Dead. You know. Like, yeah, right I think forth? I think she got I think she got caught in something like something like stabbed her. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, "How the hell did she survive that?" They're they're breaking all the laws. All they're finding all the rules they're now. All yeah, the rules. And, I don't know. It's just, I but I love movies. You know, the Transformer movies are good too. I can watch those again. The Transformer movies. Yeah, I saw the first one and uh, the first and second ones are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But I was kind of mad when they didn't have Megan Fox in the third one when they he was supposed to be in France, and they switched her for this model. And it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, you you could have just been, you ain't even had to be with him, honestly. Yeah. Because you're just sitting there screaming the whole entire time. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, you ain't, you could have just been like, had your little cameo, like, had your little scene. Yeah. And then you went somewhere and been safe. And you just watching from the sidelines because that's what you were doing when you oh, was with man. him. So I just felt like she just, they just wanted that arm candy. Yeah. Like the love interest. Yeah. yeah. So they just forced, like they just, but she there was no need for her. I don't like when they do that. Yeah. When they like just like generic love interests. Like it's not replaceable. Yeah. You can't. Like you made her a character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she just leaves. Like oh she yeah. couldn't do it. After she almost risked her life multiple times to be with this man. 
Uh-huh. Now she just had enough. She had enough. Yeah, yeah. She had enough. Yeah, like no, like and like then she just decided to leave to be with somebody else. Yeah, like, it, they're sacrificing good stories yeah. just for the sake of having a love interest. That's like almost too ridiculous to believe, right there. Like not the whole Transformers thing. It's the fact mm-hmm. that this chick left after all that shit because after going through all that. Yeah, yeah, she left through all that. She probably left when nothing was going on. I was like, dude, you just don't fucking fold your clothes. I'm fucking out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. like and it's just like the and the thing about it is like when they had their fight or whatever mm-hmm. the problem was that he didn't say he loved her and that's why she left in that's the it? second movie in the second transformer because he was going off to college so yeah but they then were, they ended up back together but they like to fight they defied death together yeah but that was the, that was the, the he's breaking like, factor he's like whoa, whoa 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 i don't know about the l word here but <laughs> yeah but he but i don't think but the thing is he, apparently he's you know because even though he's a grown-ass man I believe mm. when they were doing Transformers. Yeah, he was like old at that point. Yeah, he was supposed to be a high school student, a guy, you know. Yeah. They Going make guys very oblivious in those type of movies. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he doesn't, he didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. So yeah. he didn't understand, like, oh, I didn't know you wanted me to say it. It's always been funny to me when they cast like old ass people for to play teenagers. You know, wasn't like, teenagers? Wasn't, um, uh, who was Miley Cyrus' brother in Hannah Montana? Jason exact... Earl, when he was like 30. Yeah, yeah. he was like 30. Yeah, 19 year old. Yeah. I believed yeah. it. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, no, that was actually kind of creepy. That's the first person that popped into my mind. Like, yeah, was, yeah, yeah but he didn't look he, 30, though. He looked, he like, looked a kid. like he was yeah. like in his teens. But our problem is when they don't look like teens and they cast them, like, and they cast clearly them don't teens. look like teens. Mm. That's right. when I realized. They're casting like buff ass dudes, to yeah. Be high schoolers. Like, it, That's when I realized you... with Transformers is with Megan Fox. And mm. she was overly sexualized. Okay, it was a scene in the second movie. Uh huh. They're supposed to be children. They're supposed to be like eighteen, uh, seventeen, mm. yeah, 17, yeah, 18. yeah. She was bent over. He had really short shorts on, bent over, working on a motorcycle, and trying to make her look really oh sexy. My God. Yeah. But this is supposed to be a child. This is a child. <laughs> so like, why are you having crushing? You're crushing on this girl. You think she's beautiful, and you're putting her in his role as a child, child yeah. as children. Shit's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Anime does that too. Yeah, like you know, uh, Wait, like who? anime. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, they sexualize like girls. Like some of the girls. some of the crazy things I saw was like in this 1996 or seven anime called Neon Genesis Evangelion, and like a lot of it is like these kids. Uh, these like two of these specific kids are just mm-hmm. like they're like these main protagonists. They're just going through some really fucked up shit, trying to save the earth. And yet they're like super sexualized. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! Towards the end of the series, I was like, some of the scenes I was watching, I was like, what in the world? <sighs> yeah, like I didn't like when I watch anime. They got big boobs, big old titty, bro. Anime titty, anime, real. But they're supposed to be, and the thing is, they're supposed to be like, um, fifteen. Yeah, like 15, 14, 16. thirteen, even. Yeah, and it's like, but you have them looking like grown ass women, out like fully yeah. developed and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. That's what that's what me and my sister were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like we watch um when I watch Riverdale, I love Vampire Diaries and stuff like Dude, that. Vampire Diaries, Vampire like, Diaries was those crazy. teenagers were fucking like shredded. They like, were yeah, ripped. especially um they, like Stefan. Damon and Stefan, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Even uh-huh. Damon supposed to be the older brother, but they're supposed to be the same around the like same around the same yeah, like yeah, what yeah. two years difference. And then they were talking. They were actually something came up about Damon about Vampire Diaries because I guess he technically raped Caroline. If you watched the first. If you watched the first Wait, season, who was Caroline again? The, the blonde, blonde head. Oh, he yeah, did. but he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, supposed yeah. to like. You know, me at the time, I guess I didn't get it, but, but you know, back, it's like yeah, because he he, he did because he 
he when she I guess was when she found he's a vampire she tried to run uh-huh um but he I guess compelled her to act normal uh-huh. act like nothing's uh-huh. wrong and it's like technically you're you're forcing her to be with you and continue to be with you and be sexual with you because if she would have like yeah. never have been with you in that way yeah after yeah. finding out you're a vampire because she was scared to death yeah and then I was like yeah okay I guess I can see that but then it's like also, but then they say, oh, I'm teen Stefan, da da da. But I'm like, well, both of them are 200 plus years old and they found a child that's supposed to be in 10th grade at the time attractive. Right? Mm-hmm. They like, found her attractive. They've <laughs> lived for like thousands and thousands yeah, of years. Yeah, vampires don't care. They're just trying to get their rocks off, you know. What, uh, with the high school. Yeah. They don't care. They're dead. They, they don't care. They, they were liked children. They were in their interest and their target were children. Yep. Not. Yep. Grown, not grown women, adults. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe I could see college students in their twenty, like over twenty one. But yeah. I think that maybe your your interest, your love interest, should have been somebody a lot older. Like I like those, like you know, have you seen Beauty and the Beast? That's on CW. Yes, what the movie? It's no, it's a, it's a show. It's Beauty, a, it's and, the Beauty okay, and the no, Beast. No, no, no. Well, she's a, she's a detective, and she's like obviously of age. She's like late, maybe like mid twenties. Yeah. She's in her mid twenties and up. I could see if Vampire Diaries happening in that. Okay, appropriate, more understandable. Yeah, but, but like, it's like high schoolers, it's surrounded by high schoolers. They're going through all this stuff, and then new vampires or whatever. Why are they to still town. going to high school? That's like, my thing. Why? Know? Why not get like a a job? Yeah, like, like why can't they be older and just like <laughs> maybe college? Like, maybe yeah. some, at least college. At right? least college. Like, but high school. That is creepy. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You've been alive for thousands of years. Like, why do you still go to high school? Why are you well, interested in so high much. school? And then apparently Stefan was still supposed to be high school age. Uh-huh. But it's like, that's not believable. No. Mm. It's not believable at all. He wasn't even in high school when they, when they were supposed to be when they were their original age. Yeah. Like, Damon was supposed to be off at war. Like, he went out of his way to go to high school. Yeah, like, you now you're, you're, you... And then when he was going through his ripper stage... He still wasn't in high school. He was still going to bars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He seemed like a grown-ass man. He was doing grown-ass man things. You know what? I now, never considered it yeah, that way. Yes, so, but now all of a sudden, he has to go to high school. He has to be with but, this high schooler girl. Everybody have crushes. They're crushing on Caroline and her. And I'm just like, oh. Uh-huh. And then I'm mad because all mostly all of her family members, any uh-huh. guy that liked her, and either they cheated on her or died. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh my goodness. Like, why Why Bro, is she so... Bonnie got fucked. Yeah. She had it rough. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I I don't know. I don't know any other character that really went through, like, yeah, such a hard time. Mm-hmm. Bonnie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. For no reason. For and no then, reason, yeah. And then it's like Caroline. And I remember watching, and then I was so upset because I'm, I'm rewatching Vampire Diaries. And like Caroline. She's really annoying to me now. Aww. At first, I liked her. And she was <laughs> I fine. I love her. And she was fine. <laughs> too. But, but no, because it's one scene when, I guess, when Elena first became a vampire. But she was still with Stefan. But then yeah. they broke up. But then yeah. she realized she wanted to be with Damon. So I guess her and Damon were kind of, you know, getting close. And then they found out she was sired to him. And mm-hmm. then... um Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so then he was supposed to let her go. Yeah. So they could figure out what's going on. But then he didn't. Then I guess they ended up doing it, whatever. And then Caroline ended up finding out. But then Stefan is still in love with Elena. Still wants to be with her. But then Caroline told him, and it made him super angry. But I was like, "That's not your place." That, yeah. That maybe that's when I got annoyed with her because like you you weren't about the wrong things. Weren't about you. Mm. What's going on between you? 
your boyfriend Tyler and Klaus. Yeah. But <laughs> you're funny. but you're more worried about what Stefan and Elena's doing. It's like you should if you had such a big problem with it, why didn't you go tell Elena instead yeah. of telling Stefan? Because yeah, that could really hurt him. Like, and she she sat there with her feelings was hurt for him because he was hurt. But like, well, you caused it because you told him, and you could have let Elena sit there and say, hey, and the fact that you basically told him that they had sex. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just saying, hey, maybe you need to talk to Elena or maybe have Elena talk to him or just say, hey, you're kind of playing with his feelings because Elena, do, Elena does that. She plays with people's feelings yeah, a lot. She's flip-flopping. She's a, yeah, and uh-huh. she was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> she was very annoying. So was like, The main characters are always annoying. Yeah. I feel like this show ain't good if the, if the main character annoyed me. Like, because I uh-huh. always feel like the main character annoys that living daylights out of me. me but it's too. like she could have talked to her and let her know how she felt and how, how wrong she was. Yeah, and then if you say like, if you can't tell him, then maybe I should. But also to say, hey, I think she's with Damon versus oh they have sex, even though they she didn't really did. yeah, tell him yeah, that. Yeah, but she was looking like she was insinuating, like, and then yeah. he was angry. And it's like to me, I was like, even though yes, they're both your friends, I wouldn't have said anything to him mm-hmm. because that's kind of fucked up. Like Elena was fucked up for that. She did a lot of fucked up stuff. She yeah. was annoying. She was and she she has weird thing that she's like very perfect. Well, some on like a reason. what's that that word? It's like a Mary Sue. Is that what it's called when like someone makes a character and they make them like a girl character specifically, mm-hmm. and they make them perfect? Like they have no flaws. They're supposed yeah. to be like they always something. Someone's always against them. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like that's what they they just made Elena like that, and it's like uh, and I don't understand. I just feel like they wanted. I don't understand why she even went with Damon, but. Okay, because all of a sudden you hated him so much, and mm-hmm. what changed? Yeah, like he still do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was team, I was team Stefan the whole way. Yeah, I was. I mean, at times team team Damon because I like Damon. I thought he was. I cute. like Damon too, but like I just think Stefan was a better guy. I don't know. I don't. Know. I feel like both of them. I mean, I guess because Stefan had more of a conscience, but Damon didn't. But at also, some points, though. Yeah, but also Stefan at one point had. He had to take off, he lost off his it. emotions. Mm-hmm. He was well, he a was ripper. Like, he was he, kind of like forced into it. I mean, yeah, he was a ripper, but like he he wasn't trying to be that guy. You know, he was yeah, trying to change. Originally, he was because mm-hmm. at, at one point it was Damon who was a sensitive one and didn't yeah, well, want yeah, him. And yeah. Then, but like when when the show really like kicks in, right, and like the season three is going on, like I think like uh like uh Stefan like already like established like yo I'm a, I'm this nice guy and then mm-hmm. Stefan and Damon like flipped between being the asshole and being the nice yeah. guy basically yeah, they flip flopped. Yeah, and I just think that, I don't know, they made Damon kind of the bad guy, but he really wasn't a bad guy. Even with, um, like, the originals, mm. they made, especially in Vampire Diaries, they were the bad people, the bad guy, but they really kind of wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was just their... Did you watch the originals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like the originals. I haven't finished it. It was really good. It, was, it made me so upset. It was, I was so upset. <laughs> Even with, like, uh, with Haley. Cause even um, like in the uh, in Vampire Diaries, they kind of made her kind of two timer, like a mm-hmm. kind of a backstabber. But then in, in the original, she wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Like she had like a whole like a three sixty. Like when she first came in Vampire Diaries, she was a teen. Mm-hmm. But then when she went over to originals, then it's like all of a sudden she's a grown up. Like she looks like yeah, she's a grown up. Yeah, she's yeah. more of a grown up. So, but I didn't like Haley either on. Vampire Diaries for the little small time she was up there because mm. what she did. Mm. But. Damn, I never finished Vampire Diaries. 
I watched up until like season three or four. Oh, oh, so what was the last time? Last thing you remember? Uh, the last thing that I remember watching was um that original vampire was back, mm-hmm. right? And the Klaus or was it? It was Klaus. Like the fucking OG power dude. Like the, the I don't know. Guy? He was scary and he seemed important. Was he, he blonde, brunette? Was he like well dressed? Yes, that's Elijah? Elijah probably. Elijah. Yeah, I think that was season three or two. There was a vampire hunter. Oh, so it was and Klaus. they woke someone from the dead. That was um, they brought back someone from the dead. Was Victor, right? Was Klaus' no, dad? Or? No, I don't know. They they brought someone. I don't know, something like that. And they should they were doing flashbacks of like the original like vampire or something. I think like he that. may have been like, like season four, olden, like season three time. or it season four. It could have been Elijah when they woke up. Or yeah, yeah. They woke someone up. Oh, I day. think it was um. It could have been Alaric, which is a guardian of them, and they. Their mom made him into the vampire hunter. Yeah. Oh, that's right. yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So around that time, that's yeah, where I left so that's, off. Yeah. That's where I picked back up from because mm-hmm. I had to, I gave it a break because it's just, it'd be too much. <laughs> it's <laughs> a lot. There are so many arcs. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like just arc after arc after. How many seasons? It's like eight, it right? It's eight. Yeah. Oh, oh my eight. god, eight yeah. seasons. Yeah, but I'm gonna stop watching after the season where. What season are you on? I'm on. I'm on maybe four now. Four. Because I think this last, that season is is when Elena, this season now is when Elena becomes a vampire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so I think I'm on season four, but I'm going to probably stop watching after season <laughs> like seven, mm-hmm. maybe six, because that's when, to me, it went downhill because, you know. You might as well finish. You had like yeah. one season left. Yeah, but it's, I don't like those seasons. You don't like I it. didn't like the plot. Like, <laughs> you didn't like the final season? Mm-hmm. Like you would know, like, you would know why. When you watch it, mm-hmm. but I just didn't like it. To me, I just felt like they were just putting stuff out there because if you don't know, Elena did leave the show. Mm. Like she did. I didn't know that. Yeah, so she ended up. Leaving. Me neither. But I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna finish watching. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's good. It's good, but it's just something like I just felt like when she leaves the show, it kind of like she still she comes back. Mm. But it's just like that period. It just takes a left. turn. It's just like they, it's like they, they just doing stuff now. It was up in the air. Mm. It wasn't vampire yeah. diaries anymore. Yeah, it was just more. It was just annoying. Did you ever watch Glee? No, oh. I thought about it, but I was, I was watching like. I want to see if you did because something similar happens where like basically after they graduate high mm-hmm. school and go to college it's just like what the fuck is even happening like why yeah, is why is the show you, still going <laughs> yeah like well, what are they gonna sing about now what yeah, <laughs> yeah. capitalism they Man. just think about capitalism <laughs> making that, money that's just what it is and like i don't know it's just they could have made it better some shows need to stop mm-hmm. yeah like even some with, shows don't need to go on that yeah long. no vampire yeah. is the good good uh one to for example dexter is one i use a lot um, I have not watched Dexter. Dexter was a fantastic either. show. It should have ended after season five. It should have. Mm-hmm. It they should have taken like how many seasons did that last? It had eight seasons. Um, after Much. season four, like some really crazy shit happened. Uh, mm-hmm. like it had it was season four. Like Orange real... is the New Black could have ended earlier too. Yeah, for sure. Just, mm-hmm. uh, and last season wasn't that good, I but I watch... guess it was more realistic. But I guess you would you watched Orange is the New Black? I finished it. I, I'm thinking thing? about rewatching it. 
I stopped watching after Puse died. Yeah. Same, I was actually yeah. pretty upset when she did. Like, y'all how you gonna give her a good character? Like the best character. Yeah. Yeah, no, when when Puse died, I was just like, I'm I didn't know at the time, but I guess I was like, I'm over this. Yeah. You know? I just I it, I didn't like it. I just lost then, interest. I didn't like they made Lolly Lottie, the like the short blonde hair. She really icy blonde in glasses. <gasps> then oh, I didn't yeah. like that they made her mentally like like mentally disturbed. That's right. Yeah. Because she seemed like I mean I guess and I'm not saying they're not normal or whatever, but she seemed really fine. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden she they just made a drastic change and then she went. Yeah. But I think maybe because she killed somebody. Fuck, I forgot her story. Yeah, I think because I you forgot know, what her thing was. That's when the same season Puse died. I guess when they when Puse had died. Yeah. Um, Lolly uh, had killed somebody. I think she killed. At like in the greenhouse yeah, or something? Yeah, so I yeah, think yeah, maybe yeah. that oh, yeah. could have made her snap. Yeah. And she was fine for real. But then uh-huh. after that happened, she just like, oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they made her, like, they didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like that because I loved her character and I wanted to see her more. And that's what they I really liked like took her downhill. Yeah, There's so they like, took her downhill and it made it really sad. Like she's struggling. Yeah, and then she just leaves. Basically. They typecasted her as like the crazy character. Mm-hmm. And when it's like that, we actually liked her. Like you mm-hmm. could have done more mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. yeah, they got rid of all the good characters. Like at one point, like too soon. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know, man. Like that show, I just never wanted to finish. It was too long. The what, orange and black. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I was kind of sad after that. After the whole um. I guess the prison thing when I guess they, something happened with the guards. Oh, they like took over the prison or something. Yeah, I liked that season. I did. Me too. I think that was the last season because I remember the, the season. Last good season. Yeah, the season finale was like they they were like linked arms mm-hmm. in the basement or something, and that's literally when I stopped watching. Yeah, and I think Puse there died or something. Se- there were two more seasons after that. But the second, I don't know, either was one more or two more seasons. Mm-hmm. But the second, the last season was horrible. Mm. Yeah. And it's crazy how these shows start out so good. Yeah. Like season one of Orange is the New Black was so good. Yeah, but that well, that's another person that's a, like the main character mm-hmm. that I could not stand. Me too. Oh, yeah, no, no one liked her. She was mad. Right? Annoying. She was annoying. Piper. Yeah. No one liked her. Yeah. No and she one. Said, I'm like gangster with the egg. Girl, oh, no. That was not. the worst. Shut up. Like, Just like, I hated her. You know, and then I hated that. Okay, so when Alex got out, mm-hmm. and I guess she missed Alex. She really missed her so much. And Alex missed her and he was supposed to be in a relationship mm-hmm. and everything. I think she called a cop or she called a parole and let them know that she had a gun because she wasn't supposed to have one. And then she went back to jail because of that. That's oh, not, that's right. That's not love. That's right. That's yeah. as fuck. Oh, that's why like Alex like wanted to beat her ass. Yeah. When they like found each other, huh? Yeah. No, she because she eventually like, she they were fine, but I think that I I believe that she, they were fine. Yeah. But then Piper let her know. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she got mad and said that was such a selfish. Like if yes, she could like yes, she confided to her that she was struggling and she was sad out. Yeah. being out but that means she wanted to go back in yeah that yeah, means yeah she's gonna be struggling even more when she gets out again like she could have it was dumb yeah it so was so dumb another piper that was just selfish yeah of you yeah piper's i don't like her yeah. don't like piper i don't like her either. she's yeah. ridiculous what what's what time are we at we're we're about like yeah an hour and 50 minutes in Okay, cool. Real quick, before before we cap it off, I did want to ask more about that Japanese trip you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So how how long were you there for? How oh. how was it? 
I was there for like four weeks. Four weeks? Yeah. Can you speak? Japanese? So technically, I lived there. Can you uh, speak it? No. No? The only thing I can say is arigato. Uh-huh. That means nice. thank you. Nice. And then, of course, konnichiwa, hi. Mm. And I know they say, I might be saying it wrong, but it's a mushi mushi, which is like when you're on the phone, you say oh. hello. Moshi Moshi or Moshi something? Moshi or Moshi Moshi. Something like know. that. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. I'm sorry, y'all, if I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. Kawaii. Which is like cute. Isn't it? Okay. Isn't kawaii means scary, but kawaii means cute or something? Like there's it a very could like, be. Right? Like I'm not the, I don't speak Japanese, <laughs> but my friend does. Uh-huh. Mm. And she's, she's living over there right now. Oh, and she stayed uh-huh. in the same part that I, that my dad stayed in that we went to go visit. Uh-huh. And yeah, so. Yeah. How was Japan? It was amazing. Yeah. But at the time we were young and my dad was working still. So we barely went to go do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when we did, it was still amazing. It's still an experience and I loved it. Mm-hmm. But I wish I was able to explore it more and was able to enjoy it. What was like, um, what was the culture like there? Like, what are, what are people like? Like, are they like, is it, I, I'm always curious about like different countries because mm-hmm. like whenever I go to Mexico, like people talk to each other there yeah. and like when you're here, it's like people mind their own business more. Mm-hmm. What's it like over there? Like probably the same, but Chris, me being black over there, they stared, they stare a lot. Oh, like, was that like a thing? Like, yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, this. It wasn't too bad, but, and also I could be oblivious to that type of stuff, but, like, I remember walking, and it was this this big guy with us, too, and he was, like, as well, and it was this, another Japanese, like, a Japanese guy, he was kind of shorter, and Mm -hmm. he just, like, was staring up and looking at him, just staring up. Wow. For real? Just, like, straight Mm -hmm. up, just, like. Just staring. And then they liked my brother, because at the time, he was really small, and he was really my little brother, he was, uh-huh. just really, he was a cute little kid. I believe he was in elementary school at the time. Uh-huh. So then when he got there, they, you know, they liked, they like kids. So they wanted to give him candy. Yeah. And everything. But after that, it was just pretty much people's mind their business. They were just doing what they were doing. Cause I, I feel like they were used to foreigners. Because, you know, the Cause Navy it's base. Japan and, yeah, yeah. And the Navy <laughs> base that they're, I guess, were their military. Yeah. So yeah. after a while, I, I assumed that they were more used to it but i think maybe you i'll get more reaction in other parts yeah in right? other parts where maybe foreigners are not as common but i guess in that part foreigners is common because they also like my dad had to live off base mm-hmm. then they had like a housing for military who had to live off base because of um my dad didn't have a family with him it was just him himself mm-hmm. so yeah but i noticed that this living situations is way is a lot different than ours like what's this, it like the houses are really small like it looks nice but the rooms and stuff is small and maybe i came with the conclusion is like that because they don't spend as much time in a rooms as mm-hmm. maybe we do yeah well, especially they're more I, out yeah they're more out there and maybe more family and i guess it's it's normal to have a social life and maybe it's a part of their culture to have more of a social life than mm-hmm. what we have like it's That's normal to be yeah. outside mm-hmm. yeah well, i mean like it's still like an island of some sort, you know, like that's all you, the exposure you got to people, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you can't really choose to go anywhere unless you fly out. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So yeah, it's, and it's a small, it is well, smaller. Think of, think of the artwork that comes, like the artwork, the artistry that, like the culture that comes from Japan alone, mm-hmm. you know, it's why I wonder what is that? It's probably because they talk to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when, then, hmm? sorry, continue. And then the malls are big. The ones I went to, 
I don't. I can't. I think it was in Yuku. No, Yokosuka. Okay. Or it could have been around Tokyo. I don't remember exactly where. But they have multiple. Like their mall is huge. You know, some malls out here, maybe two, three, maybe mm-hmm. stories. Maybe There's just like six, seven. Oh wow. shit. Stories and like the like the first three, like the that's on top, might be dedicated to just to the girls. To oh, women. Wow. Oh wow! And it's like multiple women's stores, and then they have like cute little nail salon. And that was my first time working oh. with gel, like clear gel polish. They put the designs in it, and then yeah, it's amazing. And then at the time, I was really skinny, like really, really skinny, so I could fit most of their clothes. But I'm pretty sure I could still fit them now, but it won't. Maybe the selection. Their clothes, is, very... their clothes do run uh small, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like Japanese women are small. Yeah. And I remember one time I went into this like urban type store, a hip hop type store, mm-hmm. and my dad, girlfriend at the time, her name is, and her um, she was she's Japanese, mm-hmm. and we were talk, we saw this girl, and she was wearing like really short shorts, mm. but she was really tan, like she almost looked black, <laughs> like she almost looked black. She was that tan. Yeah, yeah, she was that tan, and then she told me that. Some <clears throat> Japanese people, or most, I don't know, but she's saying that they are obsessed with black people. They, they like fetishize. To, yeah, they want to be black. Mm. And that's why I, when I looked at her, I said, yeah, like her. She was really, really tan. With, I guess you could say, but she looked more like the 2000s video girls. Oh, mm. like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. With the heels, and, but then her hair was really big and teased. Mm. So I was just like, hmm, okay. And then I remember they were playing Chris Brown, um, Loyal. Oh, wow. In the in there. And it, it was dirty. Like, they didn't have the clean version. They just, like, they it was just, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, it didn't, but the thing is, they told, she told me that most Japanese people speak English mm. is required to be, to, for them to learn it in school. Wow. And, um, like, it's, you know how we a lot of other countries Spanish, do that though. well yeah, yeah a yeah. lot of countries do like make it mandatory to learn a second language and because when i think it's mandarin number one is it what's number two is it english mm-hmm. yeah. english and spanish are english like spanish mandarin's are... one and then english and spanish is yeah like... so they so most of them do know english but they just don't is it like a big um like consumer culture out there like kind of like here how it's like people shop a lot mm-hmm. it's like you buy things for yeah fun. <laughs> but their fashion is crazy yeah i bet they look cute i liked it yeah i really did so they, some of them look i guess you say americanized others okay they cost they, like they cosplaying or they wearing just costumes yeah and others are just like fashion like they look really good yeah and yeah. their h&m was amazing i love the h&m i bet it was in tokyo i do remember it was in tokyo and we went to i guess you know with tokyo drift when they did the little at the end of the movie they did a drift like the it's been so long since you took your drift. I've never yeah. another well, classic movie I've never seen. Yeah, I actually I didn't see until I was in tenth grade. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I know the that one. I know the meme. Yeah, but I've never seen the movie. Well, it's an iconic scene when they do that that long drift uh-huh. at the end of the movie. Is it the Tokyo Drift? Yeah, the Tokyo Drift. And that's where we was at. That's the one they. Oh, oh that's where okay. we was at. Oh, okay, when cool. it, we went because it kind of looked like New York. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, is it like in New York? But it's a lot smaller. Yeah. Like this Japanese New York? Huh. That's how what that's what I say. Okay. 
And that's then, what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Yeah. But it, but it's just it's so different because some parts it looks kind of old. Mm-hmm. But other parts, okay, it looks more modern. Like mm-hmm. Modern. Did times. you when when you were out there? Did you have a translator, or how did who translated, or how did you? My dad's girlfriend. Your dad. Your dad's yeah. girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, she when we had to order, she would. But then the thing about it is they have display. Like they food mm. display. Um, um you know how we have it at Starbucks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But theirs is fake. Uh-huh. It's glazed. Ah, uh, okay. It looks real. So you just be like Yeah, I want one. yeah, I want that. Like want that. And I guess they, they I don't know, but their portion size is a lot smaller too. Yeah. So Well America is like number one in portion yeah. size. Yeah. But the display looks really big. So I'm yeah. thinking that's what I'm gonna get. No, it's it's really small. So maybe they did it like big so we can actually see what we're getting. Mm, mm. But I loved the display. It yeah. was amazing. And we went to go see Buddha. Um oh. the big statue that you, oh. and then you can go inside. Oh man. Yeah, I, it was amazing. Lucky. That's so fucking tight. Mm-hmm. And I prefer the train ride. Like just say just know like Tokyo to drive or wherever like It's we like impossible. To, it's probably an hour. So it is New York. Yeah, it's probably like an hour, maybe more. Yeah, but with train, it could be it could be faster. I don't. Mm. Well, they have like a really good train. like train, right? Hmm? They have a really good train. Yeah, it's like it really safe. Okay, so they go to school all year round. The children, and my dad live right by a school, so you see all the little kids walking Aww. and talking to um to go to school, and it's like what, and they're walking by themselves, Aww. and they they take the trains by themselves, like. It's just safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's safe enough to do that. Oh, and dude. so I was like, oh, this is so cute. And I remember I took a, I just was walking at night and I was scared that someone was going to come get me. But it's like, they don't, they don't do stuff like that, really. Like, it's not, it's just it's safe not as common. Over there. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, they have the mafia over here. Oh, that is <laughs> the, true. What huh? they call it, Yakuza. Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, like, tattoos is kind of viewed as bad over there. So if you had tattoo, they're gonna think that you're associated with them. Mm. And oh then, my god! There's a Frank Ocean song that's like, "Hide my tattoos in Shibuya." Or something yeah. Like that. And then um, I remember like we were driving and we saw the like this big truck, like it's like almost like a Tahoe truck, uh-huh. black and tinted windows. And my dad said that's probably one right there. Mm. That's probably the mafia. Yeah. Wow. And then I remember when we first got there, it's this like um street that has is they call it Blue Street. Uh-huh. Be- because the tiles are like the rocks, whatever is blue. Yeah. And yeah. it make the street look blue. It's like a little strip. Or nice. like you can like a bar. Aww. Nice, nice. Yeah. I wanna go back because now I can drink. Aw. What's the drinking age? Eighteen? I honestly don't know. It could be. It could be. I mean look I should look that up. I drinking wonder. age for Japan. Damn. That sounds yeah, sick going, though. Going to Japan would be that's like some bucket list. Yeah, I want to go back so bad. Like, you don't even understand. It's so amazing over there. I want to visit Japan at some point. Yeah. That'd be so cool. I wonder how long the plane ride is. Oh, yeah. when I went? Uh, so I went from home to, to, from Virginia to Georgia. That was probably like an hour or so, like hour, 30 minute flight. Mm-hmm. And then from Georgia to um japan i'm gonna say about 13 oh, 13 wow. hours flying mm-hmm. what kind maybe of maybe 14 what, what does what, that feel like are you do they give you if you're flying when you're flying for that long do they take mm-hmm. care of you 
Is it like better seats than like the no. planes that I've been on? No, that's the same seating. <gasps> no, it was twenty over there. Twenty, uh, yeah. Nice. But um, no, it was still. I mean, it's a little bit bigger, but it's still the same. The it's seats the same. are still the same, yeah. and I you you cramped up. Yeah, like, um, shit, dude. It's not cramp. Like it's still like the same. And then thankfully my sister's there, so we kind of was laying on each other, but we still was a. I wasn't able to sleep long. Uh-huh. Like the most, probably two, three hours, maybe. But not that too long. Like I'll wake up through the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was but they still give you food. Like they actually give you more. I mean, sure, I mean they I have to. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Thirteen hours, long. man. It's like fuck it. I'm gonna I better get something. It was nasty though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you know, like I didn't like the beef. Do not if you ever just stick with chicken. Chicken is your best bet. Chicken, chicken. Chicken's the best overall, honestly. Yeah. I've I've loved I've I've loved rediscovering my yeah. my love for chicken. I would tell them to make me some sandwiches. Like, please do not give me no hot beef <laughs> over rice. No, 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 no. Because I don't I don't like the beef. Uh-huh. I feel like it's not it's not even real beef. I don't think because it's airplane food. It can't be. Mm. It, it just tastes be. nasty. Like, Probably like some frozen shit that they like thaw out like mm-hmm. a day before and then put in like some kind of like hot water box, like hot mm-hmm. box, something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like low key all the money that we spend. The be on a plane plus our bags, we should be able to get better food. I'm sorry. At least. Yeah, At better least. food. Cause you, and then you also give, you're giving us uncomfortable seats. Mm. You barely can, like, I can't wait today I'm rich and I can afford those seats where oh. you can go, like, it give you, like, a private room. There are, and yeah, you can go have a bed. It's a stuff. bed and you can just lay down. Yeah, like, you can lay down, uh, like, have a little seating area, uh, but then you can just lay down and watch <clears> TV. That's the dream. Yeah, I would want that because I, 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 can't. I mean, I've never even flown for that long, but I can only imagine mm-hmm. shit, dude. It, it wasn't bad. At least it gave me entertainment, though. Like I was able to watch movies and everything, mm-hmm. and I was watching Divergent on the way back because you know that's when it, like the year came out. Oh, and okay. It first came on DVD, and it, I was reading the book at the time, and I was excited to watch it nice. for the second time. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Well, well, shit. Well, thanks for telling us about that. With that, guys, we're gonna leave you, Jade. We appreciate you coming over. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having me for coming through. It was fun. Um, hopefully we can do this again. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh yeah, yeah, most no, definitely. It's yeah, no, tight. it's it's super cool. And yeah, podcasting stuff. You know, it's always fun. You know, mm-hmm. If you ever want to talk more about yeah, it, yeah. If you know. ever want to talk shop, if you're ever interested in in podcasting, mm-hmm. hit us up. Any questions we can answer? Any equipment you want to borrow? Yeah. Thank you so much. Love you guys. That was Jade. Good night.